And they ask for those too. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Two Cinema with Love. I'm Jamal, here with Alec, mm. Jonathan. Sup? And we got a, we got a good show planned today. Uh, our last episode was supposed to be about sequels, but we had some good conversation going, and so we were like, man, it's our show. We can do whatever the fuck we want. And so this show, we are going to get to those, those uh, sequels. But before we do that, we uh, all have now watched Nope. So we're going to talk about that, give our thoughts on that. Alec had suggested for the first movie recommendation for us to watch as a podcast trio mm-hmm. uh, was RRR. Yeah. Yes, sir. <laughs> so we're going to talk about that. Get hyped. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he liked it so much he watched it twice. I did. <laughs> Three-hour movie. I was going to say that's six hours. Six hours, yeah. <laughs> for Sat one movie. Six hours. <laughs> Dedication. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so, love for cinema right there. So mm-hmm. we're gonna we're gonna get into it, uh, and we're just gonna we're just gonna start with John, motherfucking Burgundy. <sighs> God damn it! This is the news. John Burgundy. <laughs> John Burgundy. John Burgundy. This is news with John Burgundy. Bitches. Hello, y'all. <laughs> Hope y'all are doing well. Uh, so today we'll start with John Burgundy's corner news segment, and we have for you guys today. I like how you just bo- added corner news segment. Well, because I'm, I'm like in a corner. You got like I'm literally in a corner. You're not in the a corner. You're in the middle. <laughs> You're in the middle of the room. <laughs> Actually, yeah, no. Jamal's the one the in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, anyways, I'm gonna read today's. Uh, box office reports and we have from the last weekend from july 29th to 31st we have the dc leagues of super pets who's heard of that raise your hand super pets yeah yeah so we have that's what the rock isn't it yeah the rock and uh, kevin hart the rock voicing the rock crypto the super dog and And john krasinski as superman which is always weird to me he's not as weird as uh well probably weirder than playing mr fantastic (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I love how you said last time You were like Everybody was cheering You were like <sighs> Yeah it's one of the Most embarrassing things I've seen in a long time <laughs> So I'm assuming Your favorite part Was when he got Like Cheesed oh, Yeah I was hyped that was, that, I, I clapped at that part <laughs> He's like Enough of him Everybody else was like Oh my god I was, Yeah Get him Get that motherfucker Get that <laughs> 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 but yeah, and then The Rock, uh, not The Rock's playing Crypto Super Dog and uh, Kevin Hart's voicing, uh, is it Ace the Bat Hound? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, DC League of Super Pets, we come in. Wait, hold, at, on, hold on, hold on, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were supposed to talk about something. 
before we can before oh, we get started. Oh snap! That yeah, is true. Jonathan's. Uh, okay, I mean we could skip over that. No, we can't. No, we can't. We can bring it back because it's oh, very okay. important. So we set a time today, five o'clock. He was actually on time. I was actually late today. <laughs> but in typical Jonathan fashion, if you know, then you know. And me and Alec, we know. Yeah. So I get here. They got some stuff already set up. Uh, and I guess we'll let we'll let Jonathan take over from here. Why me? Why you're the me? one that did it? <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. All right. So I get here, right? I'm happy as I don't know what what's happy? A banana? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. What are you a minion? <laughs> uh, happy as a minion. There you go. I'm happy as a minion. <laughs> And um, I pull up. I'm feeling happy for myself because I'm on time for once. I'm like, because you won. Because I won, I won. (laughs) Until I figure out that I lost, I lost. So, but but hold on, hold on. You did do one good. We got here on time. Okay, you did do another good. Mm -hmm. You're using the damn thing. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, and I brought I bought a mic stand like I promised last time. And and what what else did you buy? <laughs> what today? The, oh, yeah. be, before we went. before yeah before coming here, I bought a mic stand, and I bought an XLR cable. Cause I was like, hey, what the hell? I was like, uh, just in case if like you know one of the other XLR cables that I have fail, right? Ha uh-huh. ha. So I I get here, I start setting up, and I'm looking in my bag. And I'm like, okay, got one XLR cable, and I'm like, pulling out the 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 cable to. Um, start up the roadcaster right to um, plug it, to turn it on. I take out the uh, the what's it the extension cable, and I'm like, "Where's the rest of the cables?" I'm like, "I I, I have these like long auxiliary cables that are for like the headphones, but I only see one XLR cable, not including the one that I bought. And there's like a a, a tiny one that's like what maybe like that's what she said. <laughs> it's, it's 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 super small, so I'm like, that's not gonna reach anybody. That's what she said. <laughs> Vintage Jonathan. <laughs> and so I'm like, oh man, I bought an XLR cable, thinking like, oh, for an extra one, but I ended up having to use it, and I was still short one. So I was like, guys. We need to go buy. Well, actually, you, you weren't even going to tell us. Yeah. I looked up and saw you say you mouthed the word fuck. <laughs> and I and I looked at it, and right then and there, I'm thinking, this is what I thought. <laughs> I'm thinking, oh, he's going to leave mm-hmm. and we're not even going to record today. <laughs> <laughs> and then he was just like, Wah. dedication, though. He's like, what? What? <laughs> and then <laughs> he looked at me and then he, he looked at and me. then he had to come clean to us. Like Alec, <laughs> do you have an XLR cable? And I, and as I said, uh, you, Jonathan, you asked me this before. <laughs> I do not have one. I mean, who doesn't carry around an XLR cable? I'm just, I'm just saying. Well, clearly you didn't. You did. <laughs> you don't. I did. I carried you one once, <laughs> one time. <laughs> uh, but yes, so we went and bought two more XLR cables. But before we went and bought. XLR cables. The, f- the craziest fucking thing. Our drive there was pretty wild. Oh Alec, my goodness! Inform inform the people what happened because it happened on your side of the car. <laughs> yeah, Alec. So, I was driving, but yeah, go so ahead. We, yeah, we were driving uh, through a through a you know a little uh, shortcut 
over to the store we were going to. And uh, we see these kids just like, I don't know, trying to sell lemonade. And they're on the sidewalk. They're like, okay, whatever. I didn't really notice them until they kind of <laughs> went out into the street a little bit. I was kind of like, okay. It's kinda, they're, they're just asking, like, uh, reaching their hand out, uh, get some lemonade. And then, then as we get closer, this little girl starts coming in damn near in front of the car. <laughs> And it's like it's like she's getting so close. They were like, "Oh my god, what's happening?" <laughs> and Jonathan's like steering away from her, <laughs> steering to the left, away from her. And she's like, pretty much banging on the car and like, get, get, "Get the lemonade right now!" I was like, "Oh my god, get away, little girl!" <laughs> wait, 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 wait. We gotta get on me. You didn't say get away, little. He's like, "Get away, you little shit!" <laughs> get away, little shit. God damn! <laughs> and, yeah, that it was it was weird. It's like she she had like real intent to get us to buy lemonade. I've never seen that ever hey. in my life. Hey. I was I was scared. Hey. Like, she it was but, the real children of corn moment. Can I just say? I never thought that she would happen here in Antioch. Like, oh no, I expect I expect things like this to happen in Antioch, but like. Well, like I didn't expect it to happen today. Like you would have thought, her life depended on that lemonade sale. <laughs> she's lucky she didn't get a toe ran over. Um, yeah, I was like, wow. Yeah, and we and there was a stop sign too. Yeah, and we were so scared, we fucking went through the stop sign. <laughs> we, I didn't even have time to stop. Yeah, right for the. Uh, it was right next to a elementary school. Yeah, yeah. So we don't just hang out around here. If uh, we drive by them, yeah. we don't we don't go in them. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah that was wild so yeah man, we went to the store we got our cables and then uh yeah after jonathan got his cables we decided to uh, take a trip to harbor freight to get him a pelican case and if you don't know what a pelican case is, it's basically a very hard uh case where you can carry all kinds of uh very very precious equipment like uh you mm-hmm. know microphones or uh even a laptop, even or lenses, camera lenses, stuff like that. Or, or in or, this case, a roadcaster, or maybe some XLR cables. Maybe XLR cables, just XLR in case cables. we needed. We had to get Jonathan the yellow one, <laughs> so he can make sure he sees it even at nighttime. <laughs> even at nighttime, so he knows, like, oh, I need to get this because this is the podcast Pelican case. Nothing yeah. else goes in there, <laughs> but and now nothing else gets taken out of it. Now, John Burgundy. You can, uh, you can continue. Man, that was quite a detour. Anyways, back to my segment. No, I'm just kidding. No, um, so. It's my time. <laughs> <laughs> so we have coming at number one uh, for the pa- for the last weekend, uh, July 29th to the 31st, DC League of Super Pets came in at $23 million. That's pretty low. Yeah. For a superhero movie, the animated, but still, but it's it's it's, yeah. it's pets, not superhero, super pets, and it's still a DC movie. Oh, that's true. Can make some money. <laughs> well, yeah, twenty three. Come on, John Burgundy. Come on. <laughs> um, and then number two came in. Nope, at eighteen point six million. Mm-hmm. Number three, Thor: Love and Thunder, thirteen point two million. Uh, number four was Minions, The Rise of Gru, 11 million. And then, uh, and fourth place was Top Gun, Maverick, 8.4 million. That's still crazy to me. Still in the top five. Yeah, (laughs) that's what I'm saying. Nice. Wild. Nice. Wildin'. 
Okay, you can stop. <laughs> yes, and now I'm a, uh, I'm yes. a, I'm gonna pass it on to my uh, co-anchor over here, Sir Alec, with the uh, International Film Festival. Oh, Sir Alec. Yes, oh, man, that's I, I kind of Alec. Kind of like thud. that nickname. That might stick, <laughs> right, Sir Alec? That was just on top of the dome. Wow, you're amazing, Jonathan. <laughs> I love you so much. I, I, hey, sometimes I can surprise you guys. <laughs> No, you don't. <laughs> unless, unless you forget something. <laughs> exactly, which is a surprise. But, yeah, so um, the uh, Toronto International Film Festival and the Venice Film Festival are coming up very soon. And when those come up, that basically means award season is in session. Mm. That means uh, all, the, uh, all the blockbusters, all the uh, silly movies that came out before September, those don't matter. <laughs> We're mm. getting into the real prestigious films. Mm. We're talking Spielberg. Oof. We're talking Aronofsky. Mm. We're talking Bill Murray. <laughs> <laughs> so Jay and Silent Bob. Jay and Silent Bob <laughs> returns. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so the Toronto International Film Festival was, of course, in uh, Toronto, Canada. It's no. uh, home to uh, opening movies such as Moonlight. Ooh. Oh, and yeah. uh, I believe La La Land came out there as well. That's, yes. That's about the same year. But um, the opening night film will be The Woman King. Do you guys know what The Woman King is? Can't say I have. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm, I can't say I have. It's fine. <clears throat> it's cool. Uh, it's a movie starring uh, Viola Davis. Okay. I think I've seen a little Wait. bit of it. Uh, you might have seen the trailer maybe. Uh, okay. John Boyega is also in it. I think I have. And uh, it's about the film focuses on General Nanasika of the Dahomey Amazons. And it depicts how they fought enemies who violated their honor, enslaved their people, and threatened to destroy everything they have lived for. So it's basically an African uh, tribe, basically, that uh, the African, oh yeah, mythical Amazons of ancient Anatolia of the Black Sea. Uh, yeah, West African, and uh, basically, it's uh, they're pretty much the tribe, the uh, the warriors you saw in Black Panther. That's that's pretty much the real life version of uh, this all that the whole uh, you know woman warrior tribe. Okay, yeah, mm. it's basically the real life version of this because okay. that's what this is based on. It's based off of, and that's the opening film. It looks like yep. an epic historical film, so that's a cool way to kick off that festival. Nice. Mm. Then you got other films such as uh, Steven Spielberg's The Fablemans, which is like a kind of like a movie based on his life, mm. his uh, childhood, I should say. That'll be interesting. Yeah, yeah. and uh, and of course the film uh, The Whale, which is starring Brendan Fraser and directed by Darren Aronofsky, will be there. I saw uh, I saw pictures of him. Mm-hmm. I guess the fat suit is the the thing to do now, huh? And he added some, put on some weight yeah. with the fat suit. Got on those jowls <laughs> of the neck. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm excited to see Brendan come back into a big movie like this. See, his, see him do some serious acting. All right. It's been what since? Well, you know, probably his last movie. Hmm. I was gonna say the Mummy. Huh. That's probably like the last big one. The Mummy. Th- well, wait. Well, remember that movie, Furry Vengeance? 
No. <laughs> Where he was fighting animals? Furry Vengeance? Yeah, it's a movie called Furry Vengeance. I can't assume Peter was happy about that one. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, uh, he moves into a new town, and uh, there's animals around there. And uh, he's he, and his, the whole movie is just him fighting like squirrels, raccoons. <laughs> <laughs> the entire time. It's a very stupid movie. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm excited to see him do another big movie. Like He's got a lot of movies coming up. He's going to be the villain in the Batgirl film, I believe. Okay. Little uh, career resurgence here. Yeah. Nice. The Brendan Sons. Oh. Wow. I'm going to coin it here. Okay. <laughs> Before Brendan it happens. <laughs> Don't steal that from us. <laughs> King. And uh but uh over in the other side of the world is uh the Venice Film Festival within Venice, Italy. Uh some of the edgier films will go there, such as mm. the movie uh if you guys have seen the trailer for this blonde. Uh this is starring Anna de Armas as uh, Yes, Marilyn Monroe, Monroe, right? Monroe, yeah. Yeah, mm, I have seen Marilyn that a lot. Monroe. And it's directed by Andrew Dominic, who did uh the assassination of Justin James. And killing them softly, I suggest watching both of those because those are really great films. Mm. But uh, this is a this is a three hour film, a biopic. It's uh, based on a book that's supposed to be like a supposed to be like a made up version of a uh, Marilyn Monroe's life, but it still has like you know actual truth yeah, actual truth to it. Okay. But um, but the thing with this one, the big kicker about this is that it's an NC seventeen film. Hmm. So if you guys don't know what NC-17 (laughs) means, it's like pretty much above R-rated where it's like it's going to show some very explicit explicit things. Yeah. (laughs) Ana de Armas. Yes. In an (laughs) NC-17 movie. Oh, don't get ideas, Jonathan. He's so excited now. He's like, yeah, I got to watch it. I got to watch it. But uh, yeah, you guys watched the trailer for Blonde? No. No, I didn't even know it was out. I just seen like the poster or whatever. Uh, yeah, she looks like she's doing a great job. Wow. Uh, she looks exactly like her. I noticed some people have been uh, complaining a little bit about, you can hear her, she's from, I believe she's Cuban. Yeah. Mm. She's like you can Cuban, uh, yeah. hear her accent slip out of, like every once in a while. But it, I don't know, it shouldn't really be that big a deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As long as she's, she's a great actress, so I'm sure she'll yeah. be good. She was in um, Blade Runner. Yeah, Blade she Runner was Joy. 49. Yeah. She's really good in that one, and uh, Knives Out. Yes. That's another one I really like her in. Did you see, um, what is it, Deep Water? I think it was on Hulu with Ben Affleck. Been wanting to, haven't yet. Okay. What? <laughs> he's like, I stumped him? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Oh, I know what he's thinking. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, we'll get to it when we get to it. Yes, but, uh, sir. But, um, yeah. Well, so, now, yeah. Now I'm going to have to watch it. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm very excited to see uh, Blonde. But uh, and then another movie, um, this is a Netflix film. And uh, this is pretty interesting one because this is going to probably be one of the last movies Netflix makes uh, that is not like a big action movie but costs a lot of money because it's more of a, well, not really an art house film, but more like a, you know, more of a, more of an artistic, an auteur film. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be a... Like indie films? Indie, nah. I mean, no. this 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 movie's going to cost $140 million. Oh, Jeez. gosh. And uh, it's a movie called White Noise, and it's from the director of Marriage Story. Ooh, that was good. Yeah, and it stars uh, it's a black comedy horror film uh, directed by Noah Baumbach, starring uh, Adam Driver, Greta Gerwig, 
uh, Don yeah. Cheadle and uh, and uh, Andre Benjamin, who, as you as you know, is uh, Andre three thousand from Outcast. <laughs> wow! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, they're in the movie, and it's about and uh, Adam Driver is playing a character who's a professor of Hitler studies at the College on the Hill. Uh, and and he's a husband and a father to four children, who are uh, it says here they're stepchildren. So that's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what happens in the middle of in the middle of this movie is a uh, an airborne toxic event, and a cataclysmic train accident that casts chemical waste over his town. Mm. So yeah, this is a hundred forty million dollar movie, I, a black comedy film. So it's gonna be very interesting to see. How this turns out. I had like the perfect joke right there. I was going to be like, bombshell. God. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, This movie is based on a book. And uh, Noah Baumbach is usually a really good writer, director. If you've seen like a marriage story. Yeah, no, that was really good. Yeah. And like, especially, you said the same writer and director? Yeah, he's writing, directing it. So seeing how like uh, Adam Driver kind of like acted with like the direction of like um well who was it? Noah Bambeck. Noah in Marriage Story. I'm not gonna try to say that last day. I know that yeah. Joel's like <laughs> uh Noah. I, I know like Adam Driver, he's a really good actor, man. So mm-hmm. see him with like the right director. Cause we I've seen what he can do with like bad direction. Stores. <laughs> um but uh you know. He's even good in those bad movies. I'll give him that. Okay. Okay. I was getting Rise of Skywalker, even though. Okay, yeah, bad, yeah, yeah, bad yeah. script. <laughs> I was thinking more of like the Last Jedi. I was like, Ugh. he's getting that too. <laughs> I'll defend that one. <laughs> defend that one. <laughs> okay. Uh, that but quick yeah, picture. This is what he looks like in the movie. Adam Driver. Yeah. He looks like he's kind of going through it. He's uh got a bit of a. Uh, Oh wow! Got a bit of a terrible hairline. Yeah, and he looks like he put on uh, probably either a fat suit or he put on weight. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm noticing too. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, then I saw like a picture of Adam Driver this morning on Twitter. He's playing a, a Ferrari. Uh, the guy that made Ferrari, you know, Enzo Ferrari, in a movie, and he's like, he looks very different. And he's like, he's got like white hair. He looks like, I don't know. He's a, he's a, he has a different face on. He doesn't have that makeup on. He's just making a really different face I haven't seen him do before. He's like he's like a really good actor. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, those are all, those are the big highlights from the uh, film festivals that are coming up. So look out for those when uh, if there's a Oscar, like, I don't know, ballot going on with you guys. All right. So question, and because I, I, I don't know if Jamal might know the answer to this too, but question, is there any way that we can watch these films before, like, Oscar season, like, do they like ever play these somewhere? Like, because I know mm-hmm. that like they don't play them like in like AM season, like that. Some do, but mostly most of them don't. Well, uh, looks like though, pretty much like the Woman King and uh, Steven Spielberg's movie, The Fablemans, mm-hmm. is gonna be in theaters, but uh, looks okay. like uh, White Noise and Blonde and uh, yeah, Blonde will be in, in uh, on only on Netflix, I believe. It looks oh, like wow. so far. Okay. Okay. That's not bad. Unless yeah, yeah, they yeah. Like, put out white noise and like limited screenings. So they do limited theater sometimes. Mm-hmm. You like you can only see it like I don't know, like San Francisco or something. I was gonna say some sometimes some local like movie theaters play those. I think right because mm-hmm. uh, we, um, I remember you and I used to watch like the short films yeah. in um in like Berkeley mm-hmm. on Shattuck, right? 
Yeah, Shattuck. Yeah. So Shattuck I was like, I was just wondering if they did the same thing. Yeah. But yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah. So two of them will be in theaters and then the rest will most likely be streaming. Now, is it too soon to talk about possibly doing a trio trip to watching these films? So that way we can like. I mean, I'd be down. Wait, are you saying like going to Toronto or Venice? No, no, no. no. I'm saying like when, <laughs> oh, when they come out in theater, that would be cool. That would be dope. But that's like probably later down the line. I would like to go to Toronto Film Festival. I don't know about Venice. I mean, well, you like can a... you can just open up a credit card, <laughs> open your pockets, John, you know, and, <laughs> and just book everything. And yeah. I, I mean, I, I did open my credit card to buying a mic stand because and two more own, XLR cables. Your own mistakes. And a- <laughs> <laughs> this is now for the benefit of the show. That was because Jeez. you had to. So there's a difference. But uh, oh, yeah, Toronto International Film Festival will be a lot of fun. Yeah, Toronto seems like it'd be pretty dope. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. So Jonathan's going to open a uh, credit card, Capital we'll, we'll, One, we'll, we'll wait till Discover maybe next or something. Okay. Okay. Disappoint our fans. <laughs> <laughs> Send us to Toronto. Send us to Toronto. Uh, hey, hey, we should do a polling. We should do a polling and see if they want us to go to Toronto. Or we'll just start a GoFundMe and they can just <laughs> they can send us there. Pay for our Airbnb <laughs> and our snacks. <laughs> we but, want uh, I want to. I want to meet Adam Driver. <laughs> do we have a uh, fat suit? Do we have any birthdays today? Because I know we. We've been mm-hmm. shouting out death a yeah. lot. Uh, let's let's shout let's out, let's shout out a birthday. Yeah, uh, yeah. Today is uh, Jason Momoa's birthday. Oh, all right. Woo! Happy nice. Birthday. Uh, if you guys, in case you guys don't know, uh, Jason Momoa is the star of Aquaman. He is Aquaman, mm-hmm. and he was in Dune. I know him from Johnson's Family Vacation. Oh, yeah, that's a throwback. Yeah, <laughs> he played the uh, he was in the uh, the casino, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was that guy who was like flirting, with, yeah, with like salons, yeah, salons, and those, mm-hmm. yeah, that was funny. <laughs> I forgot he was in that. A lot of he wants everybody to forget he was in that. <laughs> Come on, Jason, be proud, be proud of what your work one with the, Cedric, one of the great comedies in, of the early 2000s, and Bow Wow, and Bow- <laughs> <laughs> that's a good movie, though. I, yeah, it's a funny I, movie. Yeah. I haven't seen it for a long time, but I do remember like, playing it a lot. I remember renting it from Blockbuster a lot. Uh-oh, foreshadow. No, um, actually, I was going to say real quick, real quick, a uh, little side thing or whatever yep. um, that you guys mentioned, Lil Bow Wow. I was watching a, like... Who calls him that still? I don't know. His name is Shad Moss. <laughs> it's just it's just Bow. <laughs> I don't know. what well, Bow Wow, whatever. Um... I was watching an interview with Mark Wahlberg and Kevin Hart. They came up on my YouTube feed and I was like, okay, I watched it. I think they're going to do a movie together. I forgot what it's called. It's like a, it's a buddy comedy type, type of movie. Mm-hmm. And so they were doing an interview together and Kevin Hart was talking about how he auditioned for a part in Entourage. I don't know if you guys watched that show. Yep. And like, he wanted to be the part that Bow Wow got that he went, Kevin Hart went in, and this was what, like, you know, when Kevin Hart wanted to, like, was still trying to get into, like, I guess, like, the industry and all that. Mm-hmm. And he was, he went in there. They told him, like, you know, hey, you should try out for this role. His manager was like, I think you'll kill it. He went in there for the audition. He said he felt like he dominated. He did his thing. And, like, you know, like, he thought he got it, basically. And when he was walking out, he saw Bow Wow coming in and, like, had dressed for the part. Mm. on the audition and he's like well fuck 
He's like, well, fuck. Like, my manager, nobody told me to come in dressed. I just came in, like, well, like you know, regular she. clothes. So he's like, he's like, then Bow Wow come in here. And he said, the, this is the funniest thing. He said, as soon as they, like, uh, the door closed, right? All you hear is, like, from, the, like, on the other side of the door, like, hey, it's Bow Wow. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, like, shit like that. And he's like, fuck. He's like, what? Well, he's like, yeah. He's like, shit. He's like, I, well, I hope I still get it. He's going home. And then he said that, like, he was, like, really wanting this part and yeah. whatever and whatnot. And like that, um, he was waiting and he like even emailed them back and like, hey, you haven't heard back from you guys. Like, you know, like whatever. And he said that it wasn't until like, I don't know, I think like months Kevin. later, he saw <laughs> the show come out. And he's like, well, shit, who got the part? And then he watched it. And he said he watched Bow Wow's part. He's like, well, yeah, you know, Bow Wow deserved it because he's like, he did incredible <laughs> on the show or whatever. Mm. And then that, uh, but he said that he in that moment, like resented or like was pissed at Mark Wahlberg for not like, you know, getting that part. So, cause I, I really didn't know much about entourage, but apparently it was like based on like Mark Wahlberg and like his like entourage and like his friends or whatever. And then Kevin, Kevin Hart later said that when he met Mark Wahlberg personally and like, and he met all his friends, he was like, damn, you guys made the show. Like he's like, I thought you guys exaggerated a lot of the show, but you guys are literally Exactly like on the show, mm-hmm. so I was like, "Wow, that was pretty interesting." I think it worked out for Kevin Hart, though. So. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you know the doors that close are for a reason. Yeah. Thank you, Mark Wahlberg. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, Jason Momoa turns forty three years old today. He's forty three. Wow. Yeah, he good for forty three though. Yeah, he's forty three years old. Wow. in Nineteen seventy nine. Okay. Yeah, now he's, uh, he's gonna make Aquaman two, which is coming up. Hmm. Oh, yeah, he's, he's, playing, he's also playing the villain in the new Fast and Furious. Yes, almost forgot about that. Yes. Really, he got into a uh, he got into a, some crash with like a motorcycle. I heard a little bit about that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's all I heard too. I didn't. <laughs> I, I didn't, didn't read like a little bit more on that. Even do it. But yeah, I'm seeing it right now. But yeah. I think I think okay. he's fine though. So yeah, hope you're good, Aquaman. Happy birthday to him. Yeah, happy birthday. Happy birthday. All right, so. We have two films that we looked at, fellas. Which one do you guys want to jump into first? Because I got notes on both of them. Yeah. I'm more excited to talk about Nope. I was uh, going to say, let's start with Nope because, our, 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 cause, I mean, like we kind of talked about it last podcast, me and Alec. So we can kind of like, I guess. Like, hear, yeah, your yeah side we want to hear your of, side. Uh, okay. Things, yeah. And then your rating. And then we could go straight into uh, RRR. Well, let, me, let me pull out my... Uh... Pull up my notes here. I was going to say, for RRR, though, I'm, I'm going to just say this quickly. I just wrote, like, brief notes and, mm-hmm. like, comments here and there. I, I didn't, like, fully write a lot, so I'll just kind of, like, read them and expand upon them. But back to uh, Jamal. All right. So I got I got to – I'll start off by saying, uh, yep to nope. I thought <laughs> I thought it was I thought it was really good. He's trying to kill me. <laughs> Alec hates that, but I, I, it works. Um, so Daniel Kaluuya, he's amazing. Yeah, mm-hmm. like yeah. he he's he's becoming one of my favorite actors. Mm-hmm. Um, and reason is he just he tells so much with just like his facial expressions, exactly. Yeah, and just his eyes, like that man. In the car scene, when uh, when Jean Jacket is like over the truck, mm-hmm. he doesn't. He says one line. He says "nope." Yeah, but his eye, his eyes tells the whole kind of grasp of that scene. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just looking at it, and I'm like, man, 
he he's 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 got fear he's got like trepidation like he's he he's trying to figure out how can i get to my sister and an angel right without getting sucked up by yeah, right. jean jacket but yeah he really he really sold that scene mm-hmm. uh in the car kiki palmer was pretty good she was definitely like the energy of the film yeah um, and I think she added because Daniel's he's so kind of like mellow and and, and yeah. chill. He's playing a like a like a cowboy archetype. Yeah, in a way. Yeah. So well, sorry, real quick, because um, my friends also watched it, and they're like, you know, they don't know that much about cinema and all that, and they kind of. Sounded so funny. No, 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 they don't know anything about. No, cinema. no, no. I, I have to mean like that, but I meant like they came out and they were like, I. Like not sure if I like it or not because I never I didn't understand it, mm. and so that's so. so well, I know I know we're gonna get into it, but yeah. part of but the reason why I jumped in now is because they said that they didn't like Daniel Kaluuya's acting. They didn't. They didn't because they said it was just so monotone to them. No, but I've it been, might. But, I've been seeing those complaints. Well, yeah, like I mentioned last week Logan Paul. Yeah, yeah. complaining about like oh Jordan Peele, why you have such an amazing actor as Daniel Kaluuya and then have him play like a. Vanilla character. I was kind of like, yeah, you guys don't understand. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. I don't think you guys didn't see acting. Yeah. <laughs> no. They totally missed. It. Like yeah. I, I thought he did amazing for like what he did. I thought he did amazing yeah. because yeah. like and like Alex said it perfectly. He had survivor's guilt mm-hmm. and like he kind of like he like what kind of person like he's trying to live on and try to like you know continue doing what his father's doing you know mm-hmm. but he's like sad and like how can he be upbeat and all that yeah so which is why my friend said that they loved kiki palmer's uh, uh performance in it because like you said she was like the kind of like the live live and brought it all to um the excitement the funny and the comedy mm-hmm. so to them they said that they enjoyed it because of kiki palmer and her comedy kind of kept it writing so i just thought that was interesting mm. i just wanted to throw it out there i mean they're they definitely they're definitely a good balance. Yes. Um, but yeah, to say that what's the name wasn't great in it. No, yeah, I disagree yeah, with that part. Watch that again. Uh I like Angel. <laughs> I thought Angel was good. I thought he oh, added yeah. I thought he added like some comedy too, but like he didn't overshadow. Mm-hmm. Um, like he had like his his moments. Um and I like that he believed them instantly, like as soon as he saw them walk in the store. Like oh, as soon yeah, he's, as, a, he's a big uh alien theorist yeah. guy. So they were they were not gonna like pull one over on him, mm-hmm. and so I, I like that. Um, and so then I had wrote Gordy, what was up with that? But then, <laughs> but I sat with my You're friend. A strange animal. <laughs> I sat with my friend, and we like we fucking debunked this. Wow. And so yeah, that's that's why I was like super excited to really kind of get into it. Um, and so I wrote down like, what did Jupiter get out of fitting Jean Jacket? Um, and so. For me, Jupiter, um, he, and what's the name kind of said it, he was kind of using Jean Jacket as like a, as a partnership. Yeah. And so for me, it was like, he was using it as the attraction Mm -hmm. for his farm. Right. Um, It's like, they used a Gordy. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And so when he was telling the story, like Gordy, because when you had, when you guys had said like that first scene, it really kind of, you know, I was like, I don't, I don't get it. Mm-hmm. And then I watched yeah. it and I, when I, as I was watching, I was like, I don't fucking, I don't know what this means. <laughs> <laughs> but then I went home and I'm sitting there and me and my friend, like we're fucking picking it apart. And what we kind of got was like, no matter how much you train an animal, they're still an animal. Mm. Yeah. And so Gordy got sent off 
the deep end because of the balloon right. and the loud noise. Mm-hmm. So even though that they had trained him, mm-hmm. he's still a wild animal. Exactly. And so he went crazy. And so then at the uh, at the at the commercial shoot, the horse goes a little crazy uh, when mm-hmm. the guy sticks like the the ball thing in front of his eyes. And then sorry, quick oh, hold thing. on, hold on, because let me wrap. Oh it up. yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry. <laughs> and so then Kaluya, we'll call him OJ. OJ was like, uh, it's not a it's not a spaceship, it's an animal. And so I felt like Jean Jacket was cooperative because mm-hmm. he said he had been looking at that cloud for six months. Mm-hmm. And she didn't do anything crazy, and so I think what happened was the horse that uh, Kiki stole was Jupiter's horse, mm-hmm. and so in Jean Jacket's eyes, okay, you're feeding me, I'll be all right, we're cool for now. But then when she ate the horse and of, she uh, couldn't fake horse the fake yeah. horse yeah. with the strings on it, the flags on it, and mm-hmm. she couldn't digest it, in her mind is like, oh, he's trying to kill me. Mm-hmm. So tech. Now, now I feel threatened. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys picked up on that. Oh yeah, I agree. Okay. No, I didn't. I didn't even think about that, but that's good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I and agree. so, and then Jean Jacket, or not Jean Jacket, OJ and Kiki, after they come back from uh, the commercial, it's such a throwaway line, but when you think about it, it makes like so much sense. Kiki says to, I said Kiki, um, Daniel. What do we want to call them? Their characters' names, or I call them like OJ and, uh, and M- Emerald. Yeah. Okay. So Emerald says to OJ, "Oh, when did he change the name?" And OJ, I think he said maybe it was about like three years or six months ago or something like that. Mm-hmm. And watching it, it's just like, oh, whatever. But then it's like he changed it to Jupiter Farms because in his mind he had a spaceship mm-hmm. as the attraction. Yeah. In mm-hmm. jean jacket. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay. And on his fucking jacket, there's a fucking spaceship. On his, uh, when he's doing the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So little things like that, I was like, okay. And then like that first, um, like that first conversation where OJ goes up into mm-hmm. the room and he starts, they start talking about the horses. And OJ was like, all right, I want to sell you Lucky for 11.5. And he was like, but I want to be able to try to buy it back. And I thought about it because that's an important conversation. Yeah, it is. But Peel, he sets it up for us to be distracted by Kiki Palmer before they even go Mm -hmm. into the building. Mm -hmm. Because OJ's like, don't get in here and start doing your bullshit. Yeah. And she's all like, well, fuck you. He's like, well, fuck you. So, (laughs) So he conditioned us to focus on Kiki and not the conversation that was going to mm-hmm. be taking place. Right. And so that you would kind of almost miss little details that you needed to hear. But to they were understand. still there. But they were still there. Mm-hmm. But so then she gets in there and what does she start doing? She starts taking over, asking questions and shit. Fangirling. Fangirling. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so now it's like, at least for me, my attention was on her instead of like what they were talking about. Yeah. And so... So when he says, so when OJ says, I want to try to be able to like buy it back, Jupiter doesn't really answer him. Exactly. But he's just kind of like, yeah, and he's then, like eh, maybe we could talk about that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Kiki steps in and it's like, well, why wouldn't he want to sell his horses back? Because he's feeding these fuckers exactly. to Jean Jacket. Right. Yeah. And so, but that could be such a like, you could miss that because she's so like, she's going. So then they go into the room 
and he starts talking about um, Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, what the fuck does this have to do? Yeah, I was always wondering about that, but I want to hear what you're saying. And so, <laughs> so, um, so in his mind, right, Gordy goes crazy. He kills everybody in there except for him. Mm-hmm. So as he grows up, uh, Jupiter, as Jupiter grows up, he thinks, okay, I, I'm kind of special. I'm kind of a part of them. Like I can connect mm. with, with Gordy. So that's why he feels he can connect with Jean Jacket. Yeah. So he so when he's explaining Saturday Night Live, it's almost like like he's saying it excitedly, but it's it almost felt like he was like, but you're making fun of them. You know, like you're using what happened with Gordy for entertainment and to make money. But he's like, but I was there and I had a connection with him. Like you don't understand what really happened. Mm-hmm. And he kept saying they and they and they. And I feel like the they was referencing Jean Jacket, mm-hmm. but he just, he was kind of like alluding to it. Um, And so, yeah, I just think, I just think he thought like he was special. I also was like, yeah, I also see that scene of like him talking about Saturday Night Live over what actually happened. It's like him kind of like refusing to like uh, believe and like the trauma that happened to him. Yeah. Like it's kind of like, oh, okay, I got to like make this a whole show. Like this is this is like more of a uh, entertainment thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And and he also he would never like he wasn't traumatic about it whenever he like explained it. Yeah. He was always happy and smiling when he finished talking about Gordy. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was interesting. Um and then yeah, the 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 flyer of like so the scene I thought that scene was great when they're yelling across the <laughs> the field. <laughs> but then I thought about it. He wanted to buy their land. And we see we see him kind of do that first um that first like send off with Jean Jacket at night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I think he was the flyer, the day show, uh, was like him testing to see if he can kind of control Jean Jacket to to use as the attraction. Mm-hmm. Because you can't really see her at night. Yeah. So for him to get people in there, she has to be here during the day. And so I, what I felt is that he was trying to set up Otis and Ember and all them, and he was going to feed them the jean jacket mm-hmm. so that he could take over, like, their part of the land without having to, like, buy it oh, or anything. That's very interesting, yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. mm-hmm. if you think about it, jean jacket was, like, sh- that cloud was over kind of close to them. Yeah. yeah. So I think for Jupiter, he was like, okay, she's over there. If I can, like, get them gone... I can just feed you over here mm-hmm. and then you'll come do my show for me. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's what like, what's the name was talking about? Like the partnership. I don't know if you guys kind of felt like that or. Oh, that's very interesting. I never heard yeah. I didn't think that, about it that, that way, way but before. that was good. Yeah. That's interesting. And then, um, yeah, like you can't control an animal. They revert back to what they know. Um, I thought, I thought the, the taking the pictures in the well, I thought that was great. Mm hmm. I like that. Um, what did you guys think of the film guy? Because uh, as cinematographer, yeah, he was, he was a little weird. Yeah, was king. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I call him a king. <laughs> <laughs> I was, will get this shot. I need it. Um, this shot will die with me. And so my friend had pointed out that er, that when we when Kiki calls him, he's watching like predator and prey mm-hmm, type shit, mm-hmm. like animals being devoured mm-hmm. almost every single time we saw him. Yeah. 
And so it wasn't like she said reality and he was like, oh, fuck, I'm not I don't want to do that. But then when he when she said documentary and he saw the news, he was like, oh, OK, now I got to get out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then now, do you think that they got the shot? Because when Angel puts the film on, it, it seemed like a little film role was kind of out of place. Yeah. Like yeah. a film role was like, I don't, I don't know. The, if you, yeah. Did you guys catch that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, damn, did they even get the shot? Yeah, that's one. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I was wondering that too. And so then he he does like a suicide mission, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's like he dies with the shot. Yeah, it's what do you? Uh, yeah, I think it's so that character is why I'm like I, I can't. I hate going back to Logan Paul, <laughs> but like when he said he doesn't understand why he did what he did with that sacrifice. Yeah, or just like not really a sacrifice. It's like you know, just like getting the shot and then dying for mm-hmm. it. Yeah, <laughs> but um. It's funny because of what Logan Paul did in uh, Japan. It's kind of like a mm. similar thing where it's kind of like you're doing, you're you're getting a shot for just because so you can feel like a sort of like pride in yourself. Okay. It's like this, like like to prove the point. Prove, you know, yeah, prove oh, I was there. You yeah. know, and yeah. I, here's the mm-hmm. and then, yeah, and then you're like, gonna show it off to everybody and be like, I am. Aren't I so? Aren't I so great? Aren't I so amazing for? We're doing this this mm-hmm. kind of thing. So do you think so do you think the film guy was like, I've already got that shot. I've already seen it. Mm-hmm. And then he gets that one. Do you think that was like he just he felt like he had accomplished what he had set out to do? Okay. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. because he said it himself, he's like, that's the impossible shot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So him actually like because being I'm, under the belly of the beast. Yeah, like yeah. you know, like who had, will get that shot? Okay. Like right under it. You know, like anybody can get like a glimpse or whatever. But getting it like right over you, yeah, it's like the impossible shot or whatever. Like weird things like that where they fixate on things like that, mm-hmm. like similar to like um, the shoe that was in the Gord- on the Gordy's homestead. Yes, Thank I was. You. I was just about to. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's like how people like fixate on like weird things like that instead of like actually like focusing on the actual like terrible thing that happened. Yeah, but I but I I was gonna make a so on the shoe. Yeah, there's like that little. It was like a some blood, like a blood yeah, stain, like a drop yeah. of blood, yeah. And then the guy in the motorcycle, he had that same. It was just one hole, mm-hmm. and it was the same as like on the shoe. Mm. And I was like, I wonder if this somehow. So I guess I'm one of those people. <laughs> I'm fixated on the shoe, <laughs> yeah. but I don't know. I just thought that was like, um, I thought that was interesting. <laughs> this is Jordan Peele just trolling. Yeah, I, I That'd just be have amazing. a <laughs> I just have a quick question. Though. What do you guys think is the meaning behind the shoe? Is it just like you said, like? To kind of like distract, or was there a meaning yeah, behind distract. it? Because my friend was saying like, like mm-hmm. he thought that, um, and I kind of explained to him it was the balloons popping, but he thought that um, Gordy freaked out or whatever was because uh, well, jean jacket was above them or something because mm. the shoe was just like kind of like standing perfectly up. standing up and no- nothing was holding it, yeah. or whatever. So it was kind of like bending nature or whatever like you know what i mean it wasn't like like physics law of physics was not applying to that one shoe that was just standing up but i don't know maybe it might be like you said a distraction Mm -hmm. because a lot is going on and for somebody to just pay attention to that instead of like gordy just (laughs) fucked up everybody on set the shoe in that case yeah but then but then why would so but then why would the motorcycle guy have the same Mm -hmm. thing though yeah that's true 
I don't know. When I that's the guy that's like uh, that's uh, that's probably a one thing. I maybe didn't maybe like one of the one of the two things I didn't like about the movie. Okay. I felt like he was leaning on the theme a little too thick. Yeah. With mm. the, uh, like, where's your camera? Why aren't you recording? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Take a picture. <laughs> Get your, where's my camera? <laughs> like, it's, like, it's kind of like, okay, okay. Can, like we, we got it. We, can, got, we it. got it. We understand. Yeah. Just in case uh, people didn't understand. They were like, TMZ. Yeah, TMZ. <laughs> now, yeah. I, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, good. Um, I didn't like, so the car scene also. Um, For me, it's like not looking... Jean jacket in the eyes or face. Right. My friend calls it vagina. Uh, <laughs> but like not looking in the, in the eyes, I was like, hmm, I kind of would have liked something a little bit more than that. Like, and I also thought it looked like a cowboy hat. Okay. Like, like a jupes uh, hat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought like, I felt like if, <gasps> if maybe there was like tentacles or something, and like when when Kaluuya OJ is sitting in the car, the way they framed it up, it looked like something was about to like happen on the window. Yeah, but nothing happened. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, man, like if she just had like a tentacle or something where like it could just like slither by, mm-hmm. because really like even though he locks the car, funny uh, comic relief in that point, but it's like she's not gonna open it. Like she's not she's not gonna like physically you know do anything to you like that. Like she's going to suck you up out of the sky. <laughs> and so I was just like, I was just like, man, I just wish she kind of had a little bit of a different look. Mm-hmm. Um, and something where like, cause I, I would have just loved to see how he re- would have reacted. You know uh, what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I understand. Yeah. That's yeah. Cool. Yeah. That would have been cool. I just kind of like, liked that it was a brand new, um, take on how like, an alien life form looks because mm-hmm. it was something completely different. You know, uh, we, we see like the tentacles, we see like the scaly skin, we see like the little green man, you know, we've seen it all uh, except God. like, because <laughs> like when, uh, when, um, they get it sucked up into the ship, I was like, I don't usually get, get like, uh, uncomfortable yeah. during <gasps> movies, too, right? but, uh, <laughs> when they're in that <laughs> ship and they're like, very claustrophobic and it's yeah. like, yes. it's like very like very like narrow and it's like you see like the uh, the organs of the the alien is like oh my god and like the screams and yeah those, like scream, those screams yeah. were intense that was yeah, scary that, was like, that had me on edge I was like yeah. oh god those screams <laughs> were like yeah <laughs> oh, you just kill me in that claustrophobic you can't move around it's yeah like, oh man barely, yeah that yeah that's like probably like the scariest scene in the movie for me so now what did you guys think uh when Jean Jacket was over the house mm. and and the blood starts running down mm. now that that was right before Carrie. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just kidding. I mean, yeah, hey, horror, horror film could not. Be. Oh, no, yeah, definitely. But that was like right before. So, what I thought was she couldn't digest that metal, that metal horse. Yeah. And so, the screams that we hear is not only the people, but like her. Um, and my friend started calling it a her because mm-hmm. of vagina. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> I, I, I'm just going to be referring to Jean Jacket as her. Mm-hmm. Um, but then she starts like raining down blood and then she spits out the horse. So mm-hmm. do you guys think like she was trying to digest the horse and like those people, but she just couldn't. And, and it was kind of fucking up her insides. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I think believe so. that. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. I did. Lo- I did love how like the blood was just rushing down that house. It's about like a slasher movie. That mm-hmm. was, yeah, that At that was, point I was like, oh shit, this is a slasher movie. <laughs> this that was a giant intense. spaceship. 
Yeah, <laughs> that was intense. That part. Right? <laughs> um, yeah, I thought I thought it was good though. Um, and and kind of like that first time we see, I think on the inside, didn't they show like the the horse, like the motion picture? Uh, yeah, yeah the, the intro, the, the movie, very yeah. beginning, we and, see the inside of the. And, of yeah, the so alien, it was yeah. inside. Yeah, Jean Jacket, like, oh, right? what's that? Yeah, uh, like, yeah. And I was like, oh, this is it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. They showed it to us right in front of yeah. our face. But yeah, what, I don't like even when, know. I like when directors do that. What did you guys think of? Um, kind of like when Jean Jacket almost gets ripped like a balloon or whatever, mm. and then like she kind of starts to change. And then, like, she does the little, what's the name? Yeah. And so what I thought was, because OJ was black and he was on the horse, and they was talking about, yeah, the first motion picture was a black man on the horse, that jean jacket, like, it looked like she was taking a picture of mm. OJ on the on the horse. Uh, yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Or, was I, or was I just No, yes. Yeah, so okay. I don't know. I, I, don't, oh, know. Yeah, I, like I don't remember that, yeah. that part. Oh, he doesn't even see it. <laughs> I remember that part. What are you talking about? That first person was Mexican. <laughs> I believe, like, um, at the very end when the, he's, like, just, you know, still there. I, feel, I think he's dead. Uh, she's, like, Ooh, I think, shit. I think she's, like, seen. Because, like, in, cause he's, he's, like, in front of a sign that says out yonder. So I'm just thinking, like, okay, maybe it just means, like, he's out yonder into heaven. Okay. Because now that's another good point. I was trying to look for, like, you know, because what's the name? He does that. Mm-hmm. Secret shit, and so in the theme park, I was looking at like the signage. I'm trying to think, yeah. like, what is this? What does this mean? Mm-hmm. The over yonder, though, that one's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, over yonder. Yeah, that was like I was kind of like, okay, this means like he's probably gone, but like she still has him in yeah. her heart, you know, kind of thing. And like, cause like, why wouldn't he go? And over seeing there? him as a very heroic, yeah, it's a very heroic pose that he did. It's <laughs> 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 like super low. My mom was like, oh, remind me of Django. Oh, no. It's <laughs> <was> like Django. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like Django. Jimmy Fox. <laughs> Jimmy Fox. A cowboy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, another thing that, uh, well, I saw it on Twitter, the connection, like not only, uh, you know, the um, the uh, the dolls and the dolls they made mm-hmm. for the uh, aliens, well, what they think the yeah, aliens yeah, yeah, look yeah. like, and the, the kids were dressed up as. It's like they were they were actually um I guess Jupe reused the uh the uh the stuffed plushies of uh Gordy and just turned them into aliens. <laughs> what? Shit. And then not only that, but the head it looks looked, like a the, the head looks like the uh the Panavision cameras that they shot Gordy's home on. Damn. Oh wow. But see now that when you said it, mm-hmm. I was like, damn they yeah, it, it does look like fucking. Mm-hmm. Damn, that's a nice catch. <laughs> that's a nice catch. Yeah, but yeah, I, I was kind of like, damn, he really this this really did a number on him. Yeah, <laughs> it's fucking friend Gordy, man. <laughs> it's funny how like uh, Gordy was just like she he just started whooping their asses, <laughs> and like he ate the bitch's face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then like she comes back and she's got like the what's the name? Yeah, a little veil. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and like she's got a picture of herself as a child on her shirt. Oh, did she? Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That's kind of depressing. Yeah, why like, would you do that? Because that I don't know. That kind of reminds me of a uh, I don't know. Not the it'd be like uh people like older people at uh, Comic Con. You know, like older stars. Like mm-hmm. I don't know. 
kind of something sad about seeing older people at Comic Con. You know, they had their booths, and you like see like younger pictures of them. Yeah, I'm like yeah, this is my this is this is my the peak of my life. <laughs> Twenty dollars for an autograph. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it felt like something like that, where this kind of like wow. he's like still like trying living to in on, past, living in the past, trying to live in the past, past yeah. having that facade kind of going on. Or like maybe she maybe that's like her way of like you know kind of wishing where her life was still at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. she's stuck there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I thought it was I thought it was good though. Um, I'm happy that like I didn't let it get too hype before I watched it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know you guys had some thoughts on it. Mm-hmm. So well, I I just wanted to add real quick because I've been holding it like for so long. But when the um when that person put like that uh, I don't know what is it like a little ball thingy. like a ball thing in front of the horse's face. My friend said, "Fun fact: horses can't act, can't actually see the reflection. Mm. So what the horse saw was the person behind him. So that's oh, what caused him to kick uh, because horses sense. okay are. He was explaining to me because he's a cowboy. He was explaining to me that like horses are like um, they're not prey animals. They're victim. What is it called? They're like um, prey. Prey. Mm-hmm. They're prey animals. So that's what my friend had said too. Yeah. So they're always like." iffy and like and and like when i've seen his horse like if you literally like put your phone up it gets scared and like last time he like had some balloons and was going like this and like like horses get scared of everything you need to train them to like like he says desensitize them so that way they get used to things and kind of like oh okay that's that won't harm me or whatever and so basically Mm -hmm. that's why he kicked and but he still kind of like was desensitizing and that's why like in the in the in the scene when he was like kind of putting things over him yeah, yeah, and like trying to get him used to like, oh, don't get spooked by the, like you know what I don't know those balloon things, the, balloon yeah. men or whatever the um, floaty thingies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because he like you know wanted to be able to run through them, and the horse won't be like oh shit and run backwards and get eaten by Jean Jacket. I for sure thought uh, he was gonna kick the actress. Yeah, I, I thought, thought that too. I thought oh, yeah. he was gonna blast that bitch. I thought I thought that would have been a lot better than <laughs> yeah. Like I was when they when we when they went to the the wide shot mm-hmm. and it, and he fucking kicks yeah I'm thinking she's gonna go flying right she said, oh my lord yeah. <laughs> oh my lord <laughs> did you guys catch that OJ joke oh yeah yeah <laughs> your name is OJ <laughs> like oh, OJ Junior oh, 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 okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah <laughs> what do you guys think of um I guess we'll call it the chase scene mm-hmm. where um. OJ is on the horse and Jean Jacket is chasing him. What do you guys think of that? Oh yeah, that's probably the part where I'm like, okay, this is his Jaws. It felt like a real like mm-hmm. felt like it turned from a horror movie. The same thing with Jaws, where it turned like in a horror movie into like an adventure movie. Mm-hmm. It's like it had that same feeling. Even the music evoked that too. Yeah, and I really liked that scene. That was an intense one. It's funny, like when you guys were like, well, it basically turns into a Western. Yeah. And I was just, as I'm watching him, like, I don't see how this, how this does. And then it just slowly mm-hmm. just morphs into a, <laughs> into a Western. I'm like, okay, I see it. Cowboy see Kaluuya. It. Yeah. yeah. Riding away. Yeah. Yeah. And that was cool. And uh, one more thing, because you said you mentioned that you didn't like how the alien looked, right? Cause he's, and then I think you said that it looked like a cowboy hat. It looks like, well, the, when it's like in the yeah. ship form, it looks like yeah. a cowboy hat, but when it, transforms it turns into like a jellyfish looking thing Mm -hmm. so i was thinking right because i think the jellyfish form is his natural form yeah or like at least it's form like when it's about a prey um when it's about a prey or something like that right Mm -hmm. 
And I was thinking, right, what if it turned into a cowboy hat, right? Because I just it just came to mind because it was like friendly with the Jupiter, Jupiter, and he's always wearing a cowboy hat. Could be. What if it took that form because it's like, oh, we're friends, you know, we're mutual friends because you're not yeah. trying mm, to mess me up. Yeah. And then that. like, and then at, like everything just suddenly clicked, you know, like what if he turned on Jupiter because of the she. Oh, what if she turned? Sorry, what if what if Jean Jacket <laughs> she, because of her vagina, turned to Jupiter because of the uh, what was it the the metallic horse? Yeah, the that decoy, to digest the and like, horse. Yeah, and it's like, oh, you fucked me up, and I'm gonna fuck you up too. And that's what, and so the part like when Jupiter gets killed, because mm-hmm. um, I was like, well, why didn't she take Lucky? But in her mind, it was like, no, you tried to fuck me over because yeah. right. this is your mm-hmm. horse, and so. I'm going to fuck you and your crowd with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Dang. It's, it's, that, that actress can never catch a break. <laughs> she, she got fucked up by two animals. <laughs> yeah, she, she, yeah, she should have stayed home. Yeah. It's it's funny, like, when the dad died mm-hmm. and it was, like, raining coins and keys and shit. Right. It was like, what the fuck? But then it's like Jupiter had been feeding fucking yeah. Jean Jacket for a long time. And so that's why, like, the coins and the keys, because his, his guest, like... Yeah, exactly. We're fucking, you know... Yeah. Fed him. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I thought I thought it was great. Uh, what's the name is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it sucks that he's not American. He's British, but... <laughs> he's a Brit. Like, we don't have anybody. Yeah, Denzel. Okay. <laughs> no, no disrespect to Denzel. I love Denzel. <laughs> okay, I guess. I'm sorry. I'm okay, all right, bro. all right, all right. <laughs> Uh, I was talking to my friend and we were like, and this could be, I'll just throw it out there, but we could talk about it yeah. another time. Um, like, it's got to be so tough coming out of like the UK as an actor mm. because everybody seems to be fucking phenomenal. And so it's almost like, uh, like just jokingly, it was like Tom Holland. They're trained in theater. Yeah. Tom Holland. We got uh, who else? Tom Hiddleston. I mean, it was British, yeah. And so and it's then like, we got, uh, what's the name? Uh, the all all American guy. Uh, yeah, yeah. Spencer James Spencer, from All American. That's got a British name. man and all American. Yeah, yeah. And he's, and, but here's the thing, and he plays a kid from Compton. Yeah, <laughs> but, <laughs> no. like, but he but he, he does it well. Out of part, mm, he okay. does it well. Yeah. So it's just yeah. But the the joke is like. You know, we probably watch Nope or something else over here in America. We're like, right. holy shit, that was amazing. They're probably like over there in the UK. Like, oh, that's mid. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> oh my god, I just won an Oscar. Oh, yeah. uh, big deal. Yeah. Like his acting coach is probably like, well, you you were you were really horrible. But like, it's so, done better. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's, it's got to be it's got to be like a fucking like they take it serious over yeah, there. Yeah, they do. Oh wow. So it, I did not know that. Yeah. Theater. But we can we that that can be another conversation yeah so i would i would rank it i don't know if did you guys rank it last yeah, week? we did oh yeah we did yeah i said uh get out one nope two and then us three yeah same thing yeah i think i'm mm. hey it's up to you this well, is your thing well, yeah. i'm trying to yeah. <laughs> i'm tempted to say i'm tempted to kind of leave it that that order okay um I think I think for me it's probably mid peak. Mid peak, yeah. Um, I just mm-hmm. think like that he could have he could have got a little more attention in some parts to like really utilize like uh, Daniel, and I just and and maybe she didn't need a tentacle or something, 
But just like imagine if Daniel's standing there and he knows that like what's the name is right behind him. Right. And I think the I think the example that I used was Jurassic Park, the first one. Mm-hmm. Where when we when we finally see the T Rex, that whole buildup of like the cup with the water, mm. the kids in there with the flashlight. Spielberg's finest. Mm-hmm. And like when the T Rex fucking when he comes down to the window and she has the flashlight in its eye, it's like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. And so I just feel like if we would have, cause I just think we something like that. Yeah. I just think if we could have just got one scene like that, I think it would have been. Cause it's true. We never actually seen it actually come down. It always sucked mm-hmm. up, yeah. you know? So yeah, I think, I think I agree. Yeah. I'd be like, I'd be interested to see uh, an extended cut of the movie. Cause mm. uh, I saw, also saw another thing on Twitter where, uh, there's a deleted scene of, uh, of a guy walking it's like takes place during the Gordy's home thing and he's walking towards this the stage where all the chaos is happening with Gordy and the people are running away but he's still walking. Mm. So I was kinda like, what's this guy doing? And I read then I read it and I'm like I'm like, oh so t- Jordan Peele just de- deleted a whole subplot with a stalker. <laughs> oh with a stalker oh, wow. that was obsessed with uh Gordy's home and the actress in Gordy's home. And uh and uh he was going over there with a gun in his pocket. Shit. And he's the one that actually shot Gordy. But oh, I, but I my. guess they re-edited it to be like the police. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of something interesting that he's playing with uh, a lot of uh, Jamal. What did you say? Pop culture. Holy you remember shit. when you said you saw the deleted scene from Get Out? Yeah, and you wanted the original, yeah. the original one because I have you. Did you see the, the deleted version of Get Out? Like yeah. the, ex- the was it alternative ending or mm-hmm. something? Yeah. Like Jamal was like, I would have preferred that because I, I I think I think. I mean, we can because I want to come back to that. Yeah. Uh, but I think in Get Out, like the message is he's trying to get out of that situation, and I think if I think when he's in prison, he's okay with not getting out. Mm-hmm. Like he's okay with being kind of the the sacrificial lamb. But as long as that doesn't happen again, you know what I mean. I just felt like that was a better. Uh, mm-hmm. It just fit, fit fit better. Probably like they probably switched it out because they they all thought it was a downer end. Yeah. Yeah. It's too dark. Yeah. But back to I do like that one. Back to that fucking the stalker idea. Yeah, that's fucking insane. that would be crazy. <laughs> and like I I believe it because you um well no because didn't he say in Ju- uh when they were when he was Jupiter was showing um Emerald like his little like um would you say like little mini museum yeah in his hidden office or whatever he said that a guy or a kid paid to sleep there. Remember, he's there was a little part where he was like, he did. Yeah, a lot of people, uh, you know, pay lots of money to come see this. So you guys, this is a free treat for you guys. He's like, this one guy, I don't know if he said guy or kid, paid lots of money to just come in here and sleep here. I I thought he said that somebody paid him to sleep in there. No, but shit. So what if that was? But but again, I don't know if he said kid or guy. Yeah. But if we said guy, what if it was the the stalker? That, guy? I I yeah, I would have liked to have seen that kind of mm-hmm. play. Yeah, because mm-hmm. then now you could have the fucking the TMZ guy. He could have been the stalker. Yeah, it was like an obsession with a with a spectacle and a celebrity going on here. Damn, which is very interesting. Yeah. That would have been another like yeah. subplot mm-hmm. thing of like obsess <laughs> of like obsession with mm-hmm. like celebrities and all yeah. that. Because, damn. <laughs> I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to watch that scene. See, uh, I don't think it's available, but you, you definitely oh, see like, pictures of it. Okay, because uh, I think it was in, like in one of the trailers or something. But yeah, it's not in the movie. Okay, yeah, 
Because I now I also with the trailer, I thought that I had saw stuff that wasn't in the movie. Yeah. I don't know if you guys felt the same way. Like the aliens in the barn. Like it felt like that happened during the day. And like we had actually saw them kind of like during walking. Yeah. But I guess that was during that that scene. Yeah. Yeah. Um sometimes they like change the uh the color of a scene and mm. for trailers and so you know people can see the things like more vividly. Yeah. And like in the movie it's like in a darker color tone. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was but that stalker idea, man. <laughs> that would have been interesting to see. But yeah. All right. So we should uh, move on to the next thing. Yeah. So R R R. Um when you when you when you <laughs> when you Oh that I got Jeez. Well what you got for us? Not salsa, not flamenco, my brother. <laughs> Do you know? Yes or not? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me why that was one of my notes. <laughs> that's all he got. He's just I just mean, that, that's, that's the scene of the film. That is like that is cinema. The best that's, scene, but yeah. So like when you suggested it, and it was like three hours. It's a Hindi movie. Hindi, right? Hindi. Hindi yes, it's it Hindi is. Uh, it is actually the st- interesting thing about it is a Tollywood film, not Bollywood. Okay. What is the difference? I, I don't know. Uh, I don't Bollywood is, uh, they Musicals? speak Hindi. Oh. And uh, in Tollywood, they speak Telugu. I think that's how it's pronounced. Is what? Telugu. Oh, Telugu. Okay. Yeah. And that's, uh, yeah, that's what they speak. And so on Netflix, so in the, in the actual RR movie, they speak uh, in, in uh, Telugu. But on uh, Netflix, they have the Hindi version of the movie on. Oh, that's why it says so you see some, RRR and then parentheses Hindi. Yeah, so that's why you see some kind of weird dubbing moments. Uh, I don't know if you guys noticed it. No, it's it happens. Yeah, just like just some weird dubbing with the uh, because they switched the language out with uh, new voice actors. I'm not gonna lie, I was probably that. too distracted reading the subtitles to look at the lips. <laughs> but yeah, there's I'm a slow where, reader. Like, you, you see like the actors' uh, mouths are not like singing in with the. Yeah, what they're actually saying. Mm. Like, it's not like super distracting, but it's, right, it's right, just, right. it just kind of sticks out sometimes when you do see it. Yeah. But yeah, it's uh so yeah, this is a Tollywood film. It's just like a it's like a different part of India, the Indian film mm. filmmaking over there. I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed it, and when I um when I had texted you guys, and it was like that first scene. Where the guy fucking just smacks her with a stick, <laughs> so I was like kind of slumped over in my chair. I was just like, right. He's All like, right here okay. we go. Three and hours then, of this. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> and then, Alec put us on now. <laughs> and then he fucking the guy was like clear the road, and he grabs the stick and mm-hmm. just smacks the fuck out of her. I was like, oh shit! <laughs> and I like sat up in my chair and I'm like, oh, I'm in. I mean, you see that shit break? Yeah, like you see it like mm. split into pieces. And she fucking just like yeah. That was very. <laughs> um, let me pull up my notes. Yeah. Where are they? Oh, here we go. And I, I love that they have like a very kind of distinct look, like it's over the top, and they're like, "No, nah, we're gonna we're gonna roll with it. We're going yeah. for it." Yeah, I like mm-hmm. that. Um, I didn't know, fucking, um, uh, Rama, Rama. Yeah. Yeah. Was the cop. Mm. Because he had the mustache, at yeah. First. And I'm th- I'm looking at him. That scene though, when he fucking when the, he's he's like, go get that guy, yeah, yeah. And he fucking jumps over. I'm like, that's fucking insane, right? But I didn't know that he was the same one with the full beard. Mm. When uh uh, God, what is his name? 
his friend. Beam. Beam. When, Beam yeah. when his brother was like, hey, we need help. And he had the full beard. I'm like, okay, who's this guy? Yeah. So now I'm thinking, okay, so we got like three. You're talking about when he has the long hair and all that? Or yeah, yeah. Oh, when, okay, he had okay. the, when he had the beard. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then he starts chasing his brother. It mm-hmm. wasn't it wasn't until uh probably like halfway through where I realized, oh, he's the cop. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Yeah. I was, like, <laughs> I was like, oh shit. Cause I, in my mind I'm like, damn, we haven't fucking seen the cop. <laughs> so <laughs> oh, him. So like funny thing, I had the similar realization of like I was like, Oh, they're introducing a whole nother character. Right? But I was like, in my head, I was like, am I just racist? Everything? <laughs> like, all these actors just like. Y'all are just racist. No, because like, because I'm like, okay, <laughs> what was it? Uh, Beam? Yeah, like, you know, that like full beard. And then uh, um, Rama had the like iconic mustache. I was like, okay, that's how I'm going to tell him apart. Then when he grew up like that beard, I was like, I can't tell him apart no yeah, more. I was like, skipped, damn. Yeah. yeah. But, but then, um, yeah, then I got the hang of it. Yeah. And figured I wasn't racist. But yeah, the interesting uh, thing about these uh, these characters is that they're actually real life people. Like they're based on like, real they're, life yeah, people, or they're okay. like real, they're like real, like yeah, they're like real people, real freedom fighters and all that type yeah, of thing. Yeah, okay. like uh, in India uh, fighting the British. Okay. And then the thing about it, this, cool. the concept of the movie was actually made by a director, the S S Rajamoli, and. He's a he's a director of the film, and it stars two like really big Indian actors, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. The, who plays the two main characters, and uh, basically their initials their uh, their initials are R R R, and uh, when they announced this movie, they just kept it like that because it's like those are the three selling points. Those three guys, yeah. So then it gained so much hype that they're like, uh, let's just let's just keep the title of this movie to be R R R. So we're just, oh. yeah, so they're gonna keep calling it RRR, but then uh, yeah, these, these these two guys are basically like real life people, and mm. uh, and basically the concept of the movie is like, what if these two guys met and they were basically like the superheroes of of India, right? <laughs> and I, I I was gonna say they're a little OP, mm-hmm. like. <laughs> I want to see them fight the Avengers so yeah. bad. Like, <laughs> how can you beat the shit out of Beam and Rima? Yeah, <laughs> Rima. Like, they were they were just they were badasses. They fucking caught the Rama caught the uh, the bow and arrow, mm-hmm. turn it around on the guy, <laughs> and then Beam literally stops like a motorcycle. Yeah, grabs it and throws it, it. Like, <laughs> launches the damn thing. I'm like, how do you, how do you win? Oh my god, that entire scene, I was losing my mind. <laughs> I was like, this is the best action scene I've seen all year. I'm, I'm not gonna lie, man. They had some great fucking action. Like, like I love how great every action. every action scene felt like the third act. Yeah, of every. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> felt like this is the most were like, epic action scene ever. What is a budget? <laughs> it's like every every action scene. I'm sitting there, and now that you mentioned it, like every third act, I'm sitting there like, okay, damn, we're almost done here. Yeah, like, no, we're just 40 minutes in. Like, <laughs> oh, the opening titles show up 40 minutes in. Yes. That whole, but then we had like a flashback for almost what, like 30 minutes felt like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and I was just like, this is a long ass flashback, but then. When they like it, it's so kind of vital to the story, where I'm just like, okay, like I don't mind like that it's super long, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, it was a, uh, it was, it was insane. So, I wrote down a bunch of notes, but mm-hmm. like, 
I mean, I, I don't want to just read off a bunch of. Oh, the tiger chase scene. Yes. So so far, like everything was like, it was it was good. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, mm. like when you see the tiger like head on, yeah, I'm like, well, that could have been better. <laughs> like it definitely looked CGI. Oh yeah, and I was just like, oh, like it kind of took me out just a little bit. Oh yeah, I get that. Yeah, which is surprising because like they're they're like the Fast and the Furious, but, <laughs> <laughs> but as humans, but like the CGI tiger like took me out of it. But did you uh, what did you think of their uh, introduction scenes? Like the both for both of them, I thought it was great. The fire and the water. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, I mean, I I like the um, I will say what's the name was jacked, uh, beam. Oh yeah, yeah. And, well, Rama. I too. thought Rama was they're jacked. jacked. Yeah, yeah. Bro, like you know what? That was one of my notes. I said, what was it? Um, Chris Evans, Captain America has nothing on <laughs> Bean and Rama. <laughs> like if you thought, like, if you thought that one like this scene of him coming out, shit. <laughs> 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 I felt bad because like in my notes, I also wrote I was like any one of these guys should have taken the role of like what was it uh, the Eternals in uh, uh for what was it Eternals yeah for what was the name um I forgot his name hold on Camille Camille yeah. Yeah, I was like, any of these guys should have taken his spot. <laughs> did, you see, did you not see this guy's rip? They look like gods. <laughs> they were like, oh my god, I'm so turned on. They're so hot. <laughs> oh yeah, they're dope. Yeah, those guys are absolute peak human perfection. Yeah, <laughs> um, I could see why they got the rules. <laughs> it was it was so brutal though. Like, but I I I don't know. It was brutal, but it felt like damn. Like when they when some they're on the hill, mm-hmm. and then one guy like falls and he like breaks his neck on like yeah. the rock. Yeah, I was like, oh fuck. And then the um, where Rama is like whipping Beam mm-hmm. with the and the the lady was just like, more to his knees. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I want to see a pool of blood. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then she throws him the 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 whip with the nails. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh man. <laughs> and he's just like whap whap. And he's taking that. He's just taking. He did, he's taking it so hard. He decided to sing. Yeah. <laughs> he's like. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's like. like he was hitting them high notes after that. Beautiful, beautiful, um, beautiful songs in this movie. I, I, I yeah. I wrote that down. Great mm-hmm. score. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. It was really good. So props great casting, props everything, you, Alec. choreographies. <laughs> you. You, Thank you. You made R R R. I am RRR. Secretly, he really did make it. <laughs> I, I went all the way to India. And that's why he suggested and made this movie. But um, no, this like, but yeah, I remember um hearing the hype about this movie like really early on mm. because there's a uh, you know the uh, the theater in uh Dublin, uh Regal. Yeah, yeah. The John, Jamal's like, oh, oh. no, because <laughs> I used to work by Pleasanton and I would always pass by it. Oh yeah, yeah. So I've seen it, yeah. But yeah, the, um, they it's IMAX there too, right? Yeah, they, okay, like yeah. So that big one, yeah. IMAX screen, but they they usually play uh Indian films. Usually they they play more foreign films than like a lot of uh mainstream uh, movie theaters doing here in America. Wow! And they were playing RRR there, so I was like, I remember scrolling from Netflix. I mean, that's not Netflix. Uh, Fandango and seeing what they were playing over there. I was going like RRR. Oh, that sounds interesting. Oh, so you and saw I, it in theater? I didn't. Oh, okay. uh, I, oh, I, I, I okay. kind of just skimmed by it because I was kind of like, oh, okay. 
So I'm like, uh, I'm not really thinking about it too much oh, because I think something else was coming out. I don't yeah. know. But um, I think yeah, it was I like, like I think it was like Batman or something. It's probably Batman. Which okay. one? Uh, the one that came out this year. Oh, okay. Oh, so RR literally came out recently. Yeah. Oh wow, I didn't yeah. know that. So I thought he, it was on there for like a good minute. But yeah, I remember, and then it was playing, and, and then I remember seeing people being like, "Oh my god, you guys have to see this movie. It's the most insane." three hours you will ever experience. <laughs> and I was kind of like, huh, interesting. I didn't really see a trailer or anything. Yeah. I remember seeing like pictures of it. It was kind of like, it looks kind of cool. And I was like, it's fun. Then I saw it hit Netflix and I was kind of like, hmm, okay, maybe I will finally check it out. And I watched it. I was like, oh my God. Like this is from <laughs> like the first, this is like the first, like at least five minutes of it already. Like, okay, this is, this is definitely something I need to watch right now. I yeah. stop everything I'm doing right now. Watch all three hours. <laughs> And then just like, God, I can't believe like, just like the action scene that happens with them on the bridge. Yeah, and they instantly just yeah. they do like hand signals to each other. They instantly know <laughs> what to do. This is a, this, this weird ass incredible contraption of a of a strategy to save this boy. Yeah, and then <laughs> on the moors like hit, and then Rom on the horse, and then <laughs> they drive. So th- and then he saves the boy. Then he has the flag. <laughs> <laughs> he wraps the flag around him. I was gonna yeah. say so funny thing. My mind didn't go to like that, like extravagant of like saving strategy. My mind went to like, oh, he's just gonna grab rope. One is gonna go on one end, and he's gonna pull him up. You know, yeah. that type How of thing. How dare you think of something so boring? Exactly, no, and then like, <laughs> and then they did the whole like. And then they went like they missed each other. I was like, "What the hell's going on?" <laughs> then they grab each other. Like, yes, <laughs> we're friends, man. <laughs> and then like, yeah, then the title. They threw up, that I, boy, and I wanted to clap. If and I was in the theater, I would have clapped. And you're like, "All right, I'm done. <laughs> this is the movie." Like, right. I was like, "Oh, there's more." Uh, I was so happy that there was more. Yeah, because like this movie bent, blends all kinds of genres, like drama, uh, historical, it's historical epic. Don't forget the romance. Action romance. Yeah, there's a war romance between Beam and uh, what was her name? Uh, uh, Jenny? Jenny. Jenny. Yeah, Jenny. Don't call me madam. Don't. He's like, it's a long name. My name is Jenny. Name. <laughs> Don't do that name. voice. <laughs> no, sorry. Just keep on that. Thank you. We, uh, we had a good two episodes. No. Yeah, don't call me madam. Call me my, name my name is Jenny. <laughs> but yeah, no, they had the romance, uh, musical. Uh, what else did they add? Action. Like, yeah, yeah, they said action. Drama. Yeah, drama. And then, um, then war film. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Jeez. all these genres and all the, in a tight three hours because it didn't feel really that long to me, honestly. Like, um, I know it, it had a, like a really good story. It had an interesting structure the way it told this story. Mm-hmm. But then, like, you see it, like, actually, like, you know, develop. It's like, ah, oh, okay, this makes sense. Why Rom is doing this? Yeah, and it's like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. this is why uh, Beam, you know, like has this going on with him himself. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, just really just seeing the Rom story was very uh, interesting and kind of like kind of heartbreaking too. A little bit, yeah, yeah. a little bit. <laughs> seeing like how he came to be and why he's doing what he's doing with right. uh, with uh, being pretty much a well, they call him a traitor, yeah, to his country because he's he's a soldier. Uh, officer for the British, mm-hmm. and uh, but yeah, you understand why he's doing it because it's like he wants to uh, be able gain, to get a hold of like the arms. get a hold of the weapons for his people. Uh, because before his father died, he wanted him to make sure every everyone everyone in their uh 
their lane tried. has a it has mm-hmm. a has a gun has a weapon in their hand. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like you know to get back at the British. So it's like it's still like even though Beam thinks he's like a a traitor. Yeah, they're they're, they're still doing the same the same like you know goal. It's just like Ram is doing it in a much different way. Yeah, mm. really good though. Mm-hmm. It's on Netflix if you want to check it out. Yeah, R R R. Great suggestion by Alec. And uh, and so now, Alec, you get to choose who gets to choose the next film that we will watch. Well, drum roll, please. Unfortunately, it has to be Jonathan. Unfortunately, I'm going to give you guys a treat. No, I'm just kidding. Well, no, but I want to hear you guys' opinions on this movie rating. Well, you can let us know at the end. Oh, okay. That's, that's where we do it. Okay, okay, okay. See, look at him jumping the gun. <laughs> I was yeah. ready because I was like, I wrote it down. But um, so can I add two quick things real quick before we yep. move on? Just wanted to say that um, um, what is it? Rom on the horse mm-hmm. and Beam on the motorcycle. Iconic Ghost Rider vibes right there in Ghost Rider Two. Remember that? Have you guys seen that? Have you seen that? No, I've seen I've seen the first. If <laughs> yeah, for the uh, for the people listening, I just like I just like put my my palm on my on my forehead. <laughs> but did it not? No, was, I didn't want to think about that at all. The ending, <laughs> the ending, the ending. Of Ghost you know Rider what? Two. Actually, I was watching it with like um, a couple of friends on a on a Friday night before we uh, recorded uh, this episode here. But um, they uh, one of them said the same thing. Now that I remember it, <gasps> I'm kind of like, this is must be a uh, this must be y'all's kind of like weird. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> remembering Nicholas Cage's Ghost Rider, <laughs> and he said it was the first one that happened. Was it the first one? Yeah. And, oh yeah, he said it was the second one too, but it's actually the first one, mm. Ghost Rider one. Really, like I remember in Ghost Rider two, but okay, <laughs> I, was like, I don't remember. Like, I one. love Ghost Rider two; it's, it's classic. Um, <laughs> well, speaking, then, speak, go, go ahead. Um, <laughs> what I was gonna say was the what I first thought when I saw the uh, scene where um, Rom goes and like it's like arrest that man. And he goes into the eye of the crowd to go and try to get this guy i was like this is like john wick like you know what i mean like everybody started attacking him I fucking and he started like beating up everybody he got he's getting punched here and punched there i don't care i'm still going after that guy i wrote that some uh 14 minutes ish because i can't remember the 14 yes, yes. i was like badass motherfucker a hindi i hope i'm saying that right john wick yes mm-hmm Say Indian John Wick. Okay. Indian John Wick. <laughs> In Indian John Wick. Yeah. I think that may have been Rama. Yeah, yeah. it was Rama, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but yeah. Yeah. I like how all that scene Great. starts off uh a close up of his eye. Yeah. You see the reflection of them like kinda like ah, ah. we're trying to kinda get into this uh this police station, whatever. And then uh, yeah, at the end of the scene, you just see them like see the same reflection in his eyeball, but they're like cowering in fear, like yeah. oh god, they're like backing up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was yeah, so. I love that great, great uh, filmmaking there. Yeah, good movie. Uh, that one will be tough to top, but but uh, we need to talk about the uh, the dance sequence. Like, can't we can't? Oh, that's true. Oh we my can. gosh, that's yes, true. Before we, we move on, we got to talk about the dance sequence. Talk about the greatest dance sequence of all time <laughs> in any film. It, it's so <laughs> funny because like. When they when the white guy starts busting out, and, and then <laughs> flamenco, and then they're going, I instantly thought of like, uh, uh, God, it, is it you got served? <laughs> stomp the yard, Indian stomp the yard. Like they're fucking like, and they were going, 
They were going oh, yeah. hard. Like, they were trying to fucking like, see the point. I like, like kicking up dust and everything. I like to know where uh, how many takes they did of this oh scene because God. they must have been exhausted because right? they were going absolutely hard. Like, I'm not filming anything else today. Mm-hmm. You're, but, you're killing me. Especially the, scene, the part where they're dancing with their straps. <laughs> yeah. That was... That was, I don't know. I guess some kind of, I guess some kind of cinema euphoria off of that scene. I kind of, I kind of like how like it wasn't so like just random. Mm-hmm. Oh no, it fit into the story. Like, it it, yeah. it just fit so perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like in the story, we were just like, oh yeah, you should dance there. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like yes, this makes perfect sense. Yeah. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's- if there was any scenes where you could dance. That would be it. That'd be the one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That'd be the one. You gotta uh, do that dance as a uh, one day. Shit. <laughs> it's gonna take us like four months to get the routine down. <laughs> there is a tutorial of how to do that dance. Wow. Mm-hmm. Posted by uh, Netflix India, I think. Maybe that's our first video podcast. <laughs> that's doing that. This day so much. Just, just that's just how we start the show. <laughs> just stand there and just like, yeah. Clara. <laughs> But yeah, I do remember seeing that scene and it's like pretty much standing up. <laughs> like, let's go. <laughs> like how people be at Marvel movies. Yeah. I'm just like, I'm like, I'm like, oh, you dorks. <laughs> Clapping for this. But for this scene, I'm like, yeah, I understand. <laughs> it's like, I finally understand. <laughs> but all right. So last week, we were supposed to talk about sequels. Let's yeah. do it. This week. We're talking about some damn sequels. Yeah. Let's do it. We can reiterate the ones we uh, talked yeah. about last yeah. time. Just a reminder. So, do you guys think sequels are tough to pull off? Could you raise my volume on my mic? A little bit, yeah. I sound like I'm not even in the room. No, I mean... Hello? There we go. All right, that's a little bit better. Yeah. But um, what are you guys' takes on sequels? Like, is it tough to pull off... Like, do you guys like sequels? Like, you know what I mean? Like, um, you start off with Jonathan first. So my opinion. Put him on the hot seat. <laughs> uh, I know. And then I, I'm like sweating over here, like drenched in sweat. But um, it looks like you peed here. on yourself. And he oh, looks snap, I do. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um. <laughs> I think sequels are very tough to pull off, especially if the first one was very good. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's because it sets the bar. Now, if it's like, and it's rarely ever that, that it's like a crappy movie or a decent movie, and then they do a sequel, I'm like, well, you got nothing to lose because, you know, you set the bar very low. <laughs> so so what's a sequel? Uh, what's a first film that you think is really good and and it's tough for the sequel to match it or be better? Joker. The Joker movie is coming out. Okay. I thought that one was like top notch. Okay. And now there's going to be a sequel. And Alec told us. Oh, uh, yeah. And, uh, I, I don't know. A little bit of spoiler alert if y'all want to know. No, I mean, kidding. uh, I guess it's a take it for a grain of salt, as the internet says. But, yes. Uh, there's a rumor going around that uh, since uh I don't know if it has to directly correlate with the casting but um there's a there's a rumor that uh Lady Gaga is joining the film where she might possibly play uh Harley Quinn mm. and um and in this and Joker 2 uh it will be a musical mm. 
a musical film where um the guys because you got Joker and Harley singing as they kill people, which could be. I don't know. When I first heard it, I was like, that sounds ridiculous. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, wait, that sounds ridiculous. Oh. Kind of like, this sounds like it could be fun. Because I'm like in the Joker camp where I thought it was mid. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh. John- I- <laughs> Jonathan, 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 I've never seen him that serious before. He's, he's like, so he's like, ready now to debate. Oh, wow. <laughs> but uh, I think Joker's mid. Only because I, I do think that Joker is a extremely... Uh, extremely well-made film in terms of like the cinematography and uh, right. Walking Phoenix acting is incredible. Mm-hmm. And uh, but where it fails for me is the script because I'm like I feel like I'm watching Taxi Driver, mm. but like a lesser version of that. I feel like I'm watching an imitation of Taxi Driver, where I feel like it's <laughs> it's very distracting to me. Mm. <laughs> hey, wait, can I just say something? <laughs> you know what that reminded me of? I don't know if you remember this when I told you that I watched what was it? Um. American something. American Hustle. Yeah. And you were like, ugh, Diet Scorsese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that felt like it felt like yeah. I felt like yeah, I felt like a Diet Scorsese film. Not as Joker's not as bad as American Hustle to me, but um <laughs> Y'all laughing at me. No. <laughs> no. It's just that that saying was like perfect. No. But like it's I remember it to this day, man. Diet Scorsese. That, feel might, like Diet like, Scorsese. that might be some merch made. It just <laughs> feels like you. someone just like uh imitating his style. Yeah. But like it felt like felt like a fanboy doing like an imitation of Scorsese style. Fanboy dies, Scorsese. Wow. <laughs> Those are some fighting words. <laughs> yeah. But I still, I do, I still do think I still enjoy Joker. But it's like those, like uh, Taxi Driver is my favorite movie of all time. If y'all mm. didn't know, but uh, so yeah, there's a poster right over your oh uh, yeah, right shoulder. You don't say. In case y'all didn't know, but um, but yeah, that's why my favorite film of all time. So all the. All the parallels are very distracting to me. So, do you wow. think? Do you think if they were to make Train Driver, <laughs> Train Driver, like uh, not uh, De Niro, he's nearly a, eighty years old, he's a conductor. He comes back. <laughs> he's a Uber, conductor. Uber driver. <laughs> Uber driver. <laughs> he's all old. He's driving them. Like, mm. uh, these these woke streets. <laughs> These have woke guys, streets, oh, this used to be better back in the day somehow. Have you guys seen, well, I think it's called like The Intern with Robert De Niro and Anne Hathaway. I think, yeah, yeah, I remember that. That movie was like hilarious to me. I don't know why. It's just like seeing De Niro being all like a lovable grandpa. Yes. <laughs> like I see like De Niro as like this badass because of all the movies that he's done. And for him to see like him as a grandpa and like. Like you know, how do you use the computer and stuff like that? <laughs> it probably was just hilarious. Probably, to probably me. wasn't even acting. That's probably yeah, how he, he just didn't know. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, De Niro the goat. But yeah. uh, but um, but yeah, back to Joker too. I just feel like I don't know. Adding this kind of twist, making it more original, mm-hmm. could be very interesting to me. So um, even instead though of him copying a certain style, yeah, it's a wacky it's a wacky take, but it's like it could be very interesting like experience. I can see that. Yeah. Now, do you think, like, like he should go, experiment, like, you know, go, like, full experimental and, like, go all in? Yeah, why not? Or, like, <laughs> just, like, you know, or, like, like eh, like a musical, like, you know, how RR had, like, a couple of musical pieces, but it wasn't, like, fully. Yeah. Yeah, like they'd that. probably do something like that. That'd be okay. fun. Okay. I also yeah. think it could be, 
it could be really interesting and kind of like just sadistic. Mm-hmm. Like you said, like they're just killing people, but they're so, singing. Oh, something like uh, yeah, uh, Clockwork Orange scene, or uh, you know, where uh, Alex and the Droogs uh commit a sexual assault while singing um, what's it called? Uh, singing in the rain. It could be that kind of vibe to it. Yeah. Disturbing. Yeah, very yeah, disturbing. Very... Maybe maybe there's not even the actual music in it at all. <laughs> it's just like watching Walking Phoenix and Lady Gaga just sing and there's like it's just like awkward silence. Yeah. It's like them just like singing that, whatever song. That'd be could, yeah, that'd be kinda cool. It'd be weird but cool. Yeah. While doing like a threesome on a guy or something. What? <laughs> well, cause what I thought you were what? talking about like <laughs> I thought you were talking about well, raping somebody or something. So I was like, I thought, I thought you were trying to do a correlation or something. I don't know. I mean, this like that, this that that similar vibe. Of oh, like oh, disturbing, disturbing musical <laughs> where it's kind of like it's, it makes you uncomfortable singing, seeing these sadistic people like sing like such a happy song. Yeah, it'd be very interesting. Yeah, right. What um, what's your guys' favorite sequel? Well, well, okay, oh, wait, 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 go ahead. Go ahead. Um, oh, you yeah. didn't ask Alec about our sequels hard to pull off. I think he kind of answered that, didn't he? Oh, did he? Oh, well, I guess he well, did. I don't, way. Um, I don't mean to cut you off. Oh, no, you're good. <laughs> but, um, I didn't fucking answer it. <laughs> but yeah, but the thing, the thing about sequels, I kind of talked about it today in like our group chat. And I mean, mm. but um, it was kind of like the thing with, um, you know, you know, Jonathan doesn't necessarily like the movie, but Last Jedi to uh, Rise of Skywalker. Because the thing about Last Jedi for me is that uh, <laughs> that uh, it has like it has very interesting ideas for the Star Wars universe. Like not all of it worked, but it was still like it felt like a very a very bold move. A lot of bold moves that movie were taken, and it felt like okay, even though there's some people that didn't like this movie, they can like build off of this and make it you know better. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know, in their eyes. But instead of building up on that they decided to like okay let's Build just back. retroact <laughs> yeah. everything that happened in the last movie and just like please the fans in a way it felt like that's why i call it like it's a movie that was written by reddit mm. because it's like it just felt like a bunch of fan theories and like fan um speculation that they're like okay yeah we're gonna make this true we're gonna make this true oh yeah we want y'all like ray and and uh Kylo Ren together. Let's uh, make them kiss for no reason at the end, because uh, y'all, you, you, you horny fans want that for some reason, even though they're technically related. But <laughs> well, maybe some that's people are into that. Very, uh, very classic Star Wars. Maybe, but, you know, <laughs> if, you, if you're from Alabama, that's yeah. just kind of a regular thing. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> but yeah, this is like this, like kind of like sequels that don't really build up on the last one. They instead decide to like do what made the first one like a great movie, but worse because they're just doing the same thing. So, what makes a sequel better than the than the original? I feel like a sequel that makes a, a sequel that makes it better than the original. It feels like it puts the lessons that was learned in the first movie into a different context. It's like it's like challenging the characters from the last one. Uh, yeah, that kind of thing. Where, okay, so now we now we we've seen this character at one point in their life. We gotta see him in the next one and see how they like grow from that. Yeah, that kind of thing. That's why I wanted to. Uh, I would like to talk about a certain movie when we get to uh, our favorite sequels. But uh, throw it out now. I'll say Top Gun Maverick. Okay, it's a great example of that because you know this cheesy, 
80 movies from the 80s. And uh, when I heard they were making a sequel, I was like, really? <laughs> I mean, I like Top Gun, but yeah. I'm kind of like, uh, uh, you know, yeah. I don't know. I don't know that kind of thing can like uh, work in today's modern age. Mm. And then there's like, you know, drone drone warfare, or whatever. So I was like, okay, fine. That could be interesting. But then, you know, actually watching the movie, not only seeing like, you know, the incredible filmmaking, it's like, it's like they took the character of Maverick, you know, years later. And then instead of doing the same thing where he's like, you know, the cocky, the cocky uh, hotshot guy, he, yeah. he still is a cocky, you know, hotshot, but they like it's really like, oh, I'm old. Yeah. Right. And right. it's kind of like him, <laughs> like, it is kind of like him adjusting to that idea of him being old and like trying to, you know, actually like move on from his past. That move on, of, but it, fit in like yeah, the fit new in, yeah. world that's, mm-hmm. yeah. That's why I like it. Like instead of like, you know, you know, it was, it was like when I saw it, it was weird that he's still like, you know, not even like a, what they call it, like a lieutenant or whatever, a general. Yeah. It's kind of like, and he's still like, you know, just another pilot. Mm-hmm. It's like, even though he's been there for like 35 captain. years. <laughs> yeah, he's been captain. captain for 35 years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, uh, and then like by the end of the movie, spoilers, by the end, towards the end of the movie, he becomes, you know, that four star, you know, general and, uh, or lieutenant. Yeah. Something like that. And I, I thought, cause I had watched the first one, uh, right before I went to go see Maverick. Mm-hmm. And so I had it like fresh in my mind. And to me, the first one, it was real like basic. Oh yeah, it was mm-hmm. like it like there wasn't a lot. No, it was like a fun summer movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. but so then it's like Maverick, like you said, they like him being like the old kind of the old wolf, um, and he's got all these young guns, and I felt like they really kind of flushed out his character in this yeah. one, which is a little bit weird to say in a sequel because that usually happens like in the first one. Yeah, but like, like you actually see like how he ticks. Yeah, mm-hmm. like we mm-hmm. we learn about him and like. We know he's great, um, but he's but now he's like, but I want you guys to be great. Yeah, and I thought that was really good, and I thought it was like there was definitely more action mm-hmm. uh, in that one, and it, and it felt like even though it was action, the story was like way better. Oh no, the stakes were definitely there. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. that's that's the, that's what I was looking mm-hmm. for. Um, and it and then. It wasn't like so much reliant on Maverick, like he's not the cocky young fucking mm-hmm. pilot anymore. Like he's he's barely even able to fly. Yeah, like not because he can't, but because you know they don't want him to. And they're trying to ground him. And some of my some of my coworkers at work was like, "Oh, I didn't like the love interest," but I'm like, "No, it kind of gives him it kind of gives him an out. Shows him humanity. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like because he knows he can't." be maverick mm-hmm. forever and so i think him having the love interest was like a good way for like okay i i'm happy now mm-hmm. i can go do this yeah i can take my little fucking plane and mm-hmm. be happy oh yeah i 100 percent agree with that yeah and i like the relationship between him and uh miles teller's character yeah mm. that was a uh, very good because you know Again, me thinking like the trailer from the trailers and stuff was like oh okay he's still pissed off of him about his dad but then you realize, like, oh, it was because Maverick, like, demoted him. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, like, okay, yeah, that's definitely another reason to be yeah. pissed off at him. Yeah. yeah. But um, because then you realize, okay, Maverick is just afraid to see him get into the same situation that his dad did. Mm-hmm. Right. And, uh, yeah, that, and uh, yeah, that really got to me because it's just like, okay, wow, so this is just, like, 
so that he sees himself as a father to this guy too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think he, I think, yeah, you hit it right on the head. Like he kind of feels responsible <laughs> mm-hmm. and he wants to like, he knows what can kind of happen. Mm-hmm. Like Mavericks probably had, yeah. yeah, he's probably had some near death fucking experience. What's the name? Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. And then it's like his father died in his arms, and Maverick feels like he was responsible for that. Right. And so watching it, that was like you think, oh yeah, he's fucking, he's trying to hold him down because he doesn't want him to die, um, or th- their relationship. You thought mainly that was kind of the reason, but then it was like no, it's because he, you know, uh, God, what was his name? Maybe the rooster. Rooster. Because Rooster feels like, oh, he's trying to fucking just hold me back. Mm-hmm. But like you said, like he's trying to look out for him. He sees himself as like a father figure. So yeah. more character growth mm-hmm. that we that we didn't have in the in the first one. Exactly. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think that's what makes a good sequel is one that builds upon the first one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. In meaningful ways. Yeah. And so what are what are some really good sequels? Uh, I know we had a list. I yeah. think Jonathan didn't have a list. I actually have it here. Oh, excuse the hell out of me. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> um, well, go ahead. Let's hear. No, I mean, I started first last time, so one of y'all can start first. All right. So I just wrote down a couple of sequels that I like. Uh, Home Alone 2. And you guys can jump in and say whatever. Uh, you can say it sucked. Back to the Future 2. Mm-hmm. And I Okay, let me explain why I like them. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Home Alone 2. To me, it's the same movie. <laughs> yeah. But the hijinks are like amplified. Yeah, yeah. Like this little kid is in New York mm-hmm. and he's like, bring it on, fuckers. <laughs> and it's like, first of all, his parents are horrible. Uh they still didn't learn their lesson. Still didn't learn their lessons. <laughs> but I I just like the first one, it's like he's kind of testing to see what he can do to the to the sticky bandits. But then the second one, he's like I'm I'm throwing bricks at at your head. Yeah, right. I'm trying to kill you. <laughs> like he we can say what we want, but Kevin was trying to kill them. Oh no, yeah. And like setting them on a fire. A brick to the head would have been enough. Yeah. Um and I just I just the scene that sticks out to me and what to me like what makes a good sequel if I can remember like a scene over like a the first one. Mm-hmm. The scene where uh Marv, I think it's Marv, the tall one. Yeah. Is uh he's down in the in the garage and he gets electrocuted. And he's like and it turns to a skeleton yeah. for like a millisecond. And, <laughs> and, and that scream is like so like terrifying hilarious, but yeah. hilarious at the same time. <laughs> so that's why I like Home Alone too. And I like mm-hmm. when he goes to the hotel and they're trying to give him shit. Yeah. Cause he's he's like, Well, what are you doing watching me in the shower? Like they come all in his room and stuff. Yeah. Uh, back to the future because as a kid, I was told that 2015 we were going to have flying cars and a hoverboard. Self-lacing shoes. Self-lacing shoes. Uh, we just got self-lacing shoes. Jaws 8. Whatever it was. <laughs> uh, we, we don't have hoverboards. I don't care if you call those little rolly ones hoverboards. Those are not hoverboards. <laughs> you're, still, you're still rolling on the ground. Yeah. Um, but they did predict that the Chicago Cubs would win the World Series. So I thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. But everything just looked cool. And then I I'd be I'd be I'd, I'd be fucking kicking myself. We were talking about it, the pizza scene. Oh yeah. Where they, where they put the pizza in the little mm-hmm. pizza thingy. 
as a kid, I want that. And like five seconds, it's like, all right, full pizza, hot and ready. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's that to me is is great. But mm-hmm. I also like how with Back to the Future, it's they go so much to the first one where it's kind of like it's it's kind of like they're mingled together so much. It's a very meta experience. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Dark Knight, mm-hmm. because I just I just love fucking Heath Ledger out as Joker. That's kind of self-explanatory. Incredible, yeah. Uh, Rush Hour 2, because I feel like it's it's almost like uh, Top Gun 2. Rush Hour 1, it was real kind of simple, right to the point. Rush Hour 2, they got into kind of more hijinks. Mm-hmm. And we, you know, we kind of got to see them really bond as a team. And, and like, even though in the years away in the film, it felt like, okay, like these two are fucking, these two are f- friends now. Yeah. Like in the first one, it's like, oh, we're still working together. But now fucking, what's the name's going on vacation. Uh, so I just thought that was really good. Yeah. Uh, Wayne's World 2. I, I just needed another sequel. So I just put Wayne's World 2. <laughs> <laughs> Wayne's World 2 is funny. It is. Yeah. It is. <laughs> Are you ready, Jonathan? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Phone over there. <laughs> All right. So for my favorite. Watch them have like 15. <laughs> no, so for my favorites, I put Toy Story 2 mm-hmm. because right. we get to kind of like expand on like Woody's story and like, uh, I guess like see more about him because I felt like Toy Story 1 was more, more, mainly more on like Buzz because like he was, because we see like Buzz like adapting because we already like, you know, Woody's like, trying to, like, tell Buzz to adapt and, like, hey, you're a toy, you know, this is Andy's room. Kind of, like, telling him, you know, this is the hoedown, whatever. Hoedown, get it? Cowboy? Oh. <laughs> I no, guess it just... Trying to do there. I thought you were talking about your Friday night. <laughs> a little, little Jade is going off. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so I love Toy Story 2 because we get to see more, uh, like, um, on Woody's side of the story and, like, you know, where his show and all that. Um, where right. he came from. Yeah. Then uh, John Wick 2, because why not? John Wick, the first one was awesome. So, like, you know, why not expand more upon it? And, like, mm-hmm. they kind of, like, leave the door open for more stuff to happen anyway. So, I love that. Um, I put Shrek 2. I know you guys are going to probably laugh, but I, I no, love Shrek 2. Like, it has really good music, and I love, like, them actually leaving the swamp area and, like, Seeing him kind of like, I guess, like adapt to, to far, Fiona's far world. Yeah, to in like far, far away and all that. <laughs> I thought it was really great. Um, and then lastly, I put uh, Creed 2 because mm. I loved how they like, you know, um, they used, um, what was his name? Creed to fight, um, what was it, like the Drago Russian? The, yeah, Draco's son. Drago? Drago. Drago. I thought Ivan Drago. Drago. Ivan Drago. He just inserted Soldier Boy into fucking. (laughs) 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 Ah, Creed. I got the Draco. Then shoots him to death. I got the big Draco. (laughs) Creed. Creed. (laughs) Creed. (laughs) (laughs) The The nigga from Rocky. <laughs> From where? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, now I now I really want to see that. <laughs> now I really want to see Creep. <laughs> you ain't got the shoe, man. <laughs> but yeah. but uh, yeah, those are my uh favorites. Okay. Nice, nice. Take it away, Alec. 
I'm gonna start from the bottom up on this one. I'm mm. gonna say this is a this is a funny one, but not really a funny one for me anyway because I'm a, such a diehard fan. <laughs> but uh, Fast Five, <laughs> Fast Five, you know, obviously by the title, the fifth <laughs> film in the <laughs> in the Fast and Furious <laughs> franchise. Is that is that considered? Would you guys consider it's a sequel? Okay. okay, but I thought sequels were two. No, sequels are like multiple. But I thought three were trilogies. It's still See? a sequel to like a sequel to a sequel. Oh damn! You just got oh, so snap. So I'm gonna count. You this just one. blew my mind, some bitch. <laughs> because I was gonna say technically, too fast and too furious, right? That the second one or classic. Fast and furious two. Another classic, but that's for another day. No, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna just have to have a Fast and the Furious <laughs> episode. Oh god, I would die for that. <laughs> but uh, Fast Five. Uh, I chose this one because. Um, because the fast before this, the Fast Five movies were in a decline. Mm-hmm. Fast and Furious movies were in a decline, and um, and uh, by uh, after Tokyo Drift came out, it didn't do so well at the box office. They decided, okay, we're gonna gonna make these uh, director video movies. Uh, and then um, then Vin Diesel came back. It's like, wait, hold on, I have an idea for movie. <laughs> fast and Furious, the fourth one. We make it a uh, go back to a crime movie, and bring back the original cast. <laughs> <laughs> and then they bring back the original cast in the fourth one. I was like, all right, that's all right good. And the the by the fifth one, they decide to take the franchise. This is the one that decides to take the franchise in a whole different direction, and take it to like higher stakes. Higher stakes. This 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 movie goes international. <laughs> wait wait wait. This is the one where they introduce Hobbs, right? Yes, that's what I was about to get hey, to. Hey man, oh, you just wow. ruined his introduction. Oh my bad, my bad. God, he's setting the stage. Because this is where um the franchise really goes into overdrive. Oh, I see they introduce the character of uh Luke Hobbs, played by The Rock. If you smell, yeah. if you smell what The Rock is cooking, <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, and his energy brings in a whole different different side of the Fast and Furious universe where you're like, it's starting to become even more over the top, but it's still, it still feels like sincere in how it's made. Yeah. It still feels like, okay, this, everybody's taking this very seriously, even though this is like a very like over the top, crazy, silly action movie. And uh, they decided to take it international with this one and they, they take the action like over the top with the uh you know the bank high scene where they like drag it around a uh, big ass bank vaults around mm-hmm. the city around Brazil <laughs> and they make it a straight up heist film yeah and then like yeah it's, I feel like this one just sets the tone it, it it like develops on the the idea of this franchise where it, like it feels like any any time and any moment in a franchise it could just become a whole different series. <laughs> Because never know. Because now it's a spy action superhero <laughs> film. Yeah, with uh, these these latest couple of ones, and I love it for it. And and the Rock, just like you said, he just brought like a presence mm-hmm. to it. And I mean, Vin Diesel's not a small guy. Um, he dwarfs him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Rock is a man. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably why he's gone now. Because yeah. Mindy was like, I don't like this. He couldn't. He couldn't handle. <laughs> he couldn't handle. <laughs> couldn't he could handle. as well with the rock was cooking. But yeah, I yeah. appreciate. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate this movie a lot by bringing a whole different energy to the franchise. Okay. But uh, then the next one is uh, Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Mm-hmm. And with that one, you know, 
you know, this the first one's already a classic film, mm-hmm. classic sci-fi film that influenced a lot of things. And um, I remember people being like, "Oh, they're making another Blade Runner. They can't, they can't beat the first one." And I feel like this one does in in a way with the story. Okay, because like like I said with Maverick, it builds upon the first film story by like delving deeper into the world and it's and the themes with his characters. Yeah, and how it's like you know it's a gorgeous looking movie, but then you like actually like look at the script. It's like oh okay, it's saying a lot about like it's saying a lot about identity here that mm. I really enjoy. I don't know if you. If you've seen, I know uh, Jonathan has seen it. I've seen like a little bit of it. A little bit of it, yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, it's a really, really great script in that one. And uh, yeah, and the, the, ending, the ending of the movie is one, uh, never one of those euphoric cinema moments. Okay. <laughs> where where uh, Jonathan, you know, you're on your phone. Yeah, are you no, even I'm paying he- attention? Like, I what am. What are you doing? I am. I'm writing my list. <laughs> but you just went. For the terrible ones. Oh Lord. Okay, never mind. All right. All right, yeah, but you remember the scene where they're um on the edge of that uh that seawall. Yeah. Yeah, that's like that's Peak. like peaks in them. <laughs> <laughs> that should be that should be the that's the top. Yeah. Peak cinema. Peak cinema. Ooh. Yeah. There we go. Peak cinema. Peak cinema. But then uh yeah, so yeah, I love that movie. And then uh next one is Spider Man two. Not uh not these other Spider Man twos. <laughs> I'm talking about Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 2, 2004, yeah. Tobey Maguire, baby. Mm, <laughs> let's do it. The GOAT. Old school. I don't care about you Holland fans. And your <laughs> Garfield turds. Come at me. <laughs> Tobey Maguire is the real Spider-Man. <laughs> As evident by No Way Home. No one can beat him. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this, again, this like this delves deeper into the character of Peter Parker. Yeah. Uh, with um him... Basically, like his the entire movie is like Peter Parker's life sucks, but at the end of the day, he's still Spider Man and he's gonna protect people, even even if that means like keeping him away from the people he loves. Yeah, and that's uh yeah, and it's like and it's even more relatable nowadays seeing it. Uh, you know, me being older and like you know, uh, every now and then being broke. <laughs> every now and then being broke every now and then and then uh you know struggling with a uh, college yeah education yeah. i'm just like i feel you i feel you peter in this movie like, all right i got I I got the powers yeah <laughs> we're there but yeah delves deeper into the main character because you think you would think it would just be like oh you're the same spider-man do more action uh i can't even remember there's like there's Probably like less action scenes in this movie. I feel like hmm. than the to the first. I'm not sure. It might be the same amount. Yeah, but uh, it felt it's very much a character study about uh Spider Man and his relationship with his uh the the people around him, and of course it has one of the greatest scenes in any superhero movie with uh Doc Ock's mm. uh hospital sequence with uh, where he yeah. uh where, where his, he attacks the uh the doctors. Remember that? Where his tentacles awaken for yep. the first time, yeah. Mm, I'd have to go back and watch it's it. Very much uh like Evil Dead. <laughs> very much a <laughs> horror scene. And I love that one. But then uh this is kind of more of a I guess basic, but it's a great movie. Classic. Uh The Godfather 2. It's basic. So, the people are like, "Oh, you're so basic. The Godfather 2." You fucking, <laughs> you fucking film student. <laughs> but uh, Godfather Two is the yeah probably I'll probably say it's the greatest sequel of all time. Oh, because it just it just like again it just goes back to the first one. Okay, what did we do there? And then we're gonna extend that out 
Yeah. And I like how, uh, I think this is technically the first ever Hollywood sequel. I feel like it might be, or at least one of the earlier ones. I know it was like the first sequel to win Best Picture. Yeah. for sure. Yeah. But, um, basically in this one, they decided to tell the story of, uh, Michael Corleone, Al Pacino's character. And then his father, uh, Don Corleone, this time played by Robert De Niro. And they, uh, do parallels between their stories, uh, have you know Don Corleone's being in the past because he's a younger man, yep. And then Mike Al, Al Pacino's character Michael being you know in the in the future, and and uh continuing the storyline from the first one, and they parallel them because his father's rising, and then like even though Michael is not falling in terms of uh in terms of uh, his like his you know the mafia you know his business is like his personal life is just like is like crumbling, right before his very eyes because of like a lot of the evil thing that he does because mm-hmm. he's basically becoming something he didn't want to be something that his father didn't want him to be. Yeah. And, uh, it's like, yeah, it's like beautifully told with those parallels. So Godfather too. Great list. Great list. Um, sequels, not so good. So we said our favorites, <laughs> Uh, Jonathan, do you have your list? Because you've been over there tapping away. I, I Instead do. I do actually. Yeah. <clears throat> right, I do have my list. Let's see what you got. For t- like Godfather Two, <laughs> for terrible sequels. I love this movie. <laughs> I have Thor Two, Dark World. I think it's called right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thor Two, Dark World. That one just did not do it for me. For the reason being, it was boring as hell. It was hard to follow. Like, and like, if I'm t- were to like, and I think we did rate it like in um. I think you did. last one, yeah, Thor movies. I prefer Thor 1 better because the story was better. And then Thor 2, like, in the trailers, they made it look so awesome and all that, like, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then when I went to watch it, I was like, this is boring as hell. I don't want to watch this. Like, I don't want to watch this anymore. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. It's boring as hell. It was, it's like, I can't believe it's like, it's like Thor, Thor, the first one was like mid. Like, it was okay. It was, it was like swallowable. But then, but then, but then <laughs> Thor two, Thor two came out. I'm like, how did you guys manage to fuck it up even more? Like it was right here, and that one just went, yeah. So that so, Thor two was unswallowable. It was, it was spittable. Okay, moving on. All right. Okay, <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> nasty little sa- same thing for uh, Amazing Spider Man two, mm. Andrew Garfield. Okay. The first one, okay, because right, it's 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 the first one. You know, can't really go wrong because they're trying something out, trying something out new, whatever. But with the second one, I just felt they were trying to do so much mm-hmm. in just one movie. It's like they did the same mistake they did in Spider Man Three, in Amazing Spider Man Two. Like they try to add so much, and I understand what they were trying to do, but like I just felt like the plot and the story was all. Intertwining and that was going back nowhere. When uh, Sony was trying to build their cinematic universe, yeah, with the, uh, the villains, the Sinister Six, yeah, I mean, they're doing that now again. This without Spider Man for some reason, right? And uh, yeah, now we got movies like Morbius, <laughs> <laughs> it's Morbin time, it's Morbin time, but uh, um, yeah, so that's that's you know, again, I think it could have been okay. If it was just focused on what was it, Electro? Yeah, yeah, Jimmy Fox's Electro. But again, like Alex said, they just were trying to do too much, trying to set up something, 
and then they set up for nothing because it was. Hmm. And then um, my last one on my list was X Men Apocalypse. That one was straight garbage. Oh, he got mad. He's gore garbage. <laughs> that was like I, I can't even talk about it because that's how bad it was. Like I, I don't, I did not enjoy it. Like, I don't. Know. I just didn't like. It. So hard. Like, because I was, I was <laughs> heartbroken. Heart I love the X Men. I love the X Men. Uh, uh, what is it called? Um, X Men Universe. Mm-hmm. And they just did my man Oscar Isaac dirty. Oh yeah, I keep forgetting that he's in that. He yes, <laughs> he was the main villain, and they did him dirty because I just felt his acting was like, yeah. Hmm. I don't think they gave him really good direction. Because dude can act. Yeah, he's a great actor. Watch Moon Knight. Go ahead. <laughs> Alec? Uh, yeah. So, I talked about Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker before a little bit ago. So, I can just skip over that one. Mm-hmm. But uh, tra- the Transformers sequels. <sighs> I'm a big, not a big fan, but I would say I'm a fan of the first one. Because I'm like, I saw it when I was young. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember the experience vividly seeing it like, yeah, probably like, yeah, so ju- the last month of July. So it came out around that time. So like, I think about 2007, it's like 20, not 20 years ago. Oh my God. 12 years ago or so, I think. Yeah. 13, mm-hmm. 14. Yeah. And then, um, then, uh, so yeah, so then seeing the second one's coming out, it's like, oh, shit. This movie looks great. This is going to be so much better than the first one. And mm. it wasn't. <laughs> because they were, f- because the, the, the writers, Strike Union was happening Ooh. at that time. So as they were filming Transformers 2, they were like writing as they were going, as oh, they were filming. Shit. Oh, really? So, yeah. So the whole movie is extremely messy because of it. Mm. <laughs> the whole movie is extremely messy because of it. And, um, and, uh, so, it felt like I was you're you're watching like a mismatch of concepts without actual like any kind of like layers to it at all. I mean, I expect like a deep story in the Transformers universe, but <laughs> <laughs> but you can tell it's like it's like and it's like all screwed up and they have like the racist Autobots, which is weird. You remember that? Damn, no, the no. Sk- skid and mud flap. They uh they spoke in uh they spoke in ebonics. Oh and they yeah. had the gold teeth and like ah we can't read. Yeah, yeah that was pretty bad. And yeah, it's voiced well, by uh no. voiced by SpongeBob himself, Tom Kenny. <laughs> really? <laughs> really? Like look, he was getting paid. <laughs> Dang. It was a different time. <laughs> Two thousand nine was a different time. Mm, yeah. <laughs> can't do that now. No, you- <laughs> But uh, yeah, you can't get paid nowadays. Not just <laughs> but yeah, but then like yeah, but then the Transformers sequels have a thing where they like, have a really amazing trailers, and then mm. the movies turn out garbage. Yeah, because like Garfunkel, like, third one. Oh god, then the third, the third one came. The third trailer came out. I was like, oh my god, this is gonna be epic, right? And then the, I watched the movie. I was like, oh god. This is still bad. Like, why did I do this? Why did I do this to myself? Well, at least the action was kind of cool. Right. Seeing uh, Optimus Prime be a murderer. (laughs) That's always the thing with Michael Bay movies, though. Just always expect a bunch of, like, action and explosions. Yeah, just, like, head empty. Just go in. Don't expect anything. Then the fourth one came out. This one had no... Is that one with, like, the Dark Moon or something like that? 
third one with Dark in the Moon. Wasn't John Cena in one of them? Bumblebee. Yeah, oh, okay. Bumblebee, yeah, yeah. the last last one. But uh, yeah, then the fourth one came out. I was pretty much checked out at this point. I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I can't believe anything. Oh no, wait, the fourth one is Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg, you know the inventor. <laughs> I'm an I'm inventor. A, I'm a I'm an inventor from Texas, and uh, I'm Jack. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and then they focus on Mark Wahlberg on this one, and um, it seems like it's gonna be different. It's not it's the same thing we've seen before. It's with Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> <laughs> Holding a gun sword. Let's <laughs> see, a literal gun sword. And then the fifth one came out. And now they're going back to King Arthur. God, they made five of these things? Yeah, they made right? five of them. And, uh, well, technically six. They're coming out with another one right now. Oh, oh gosh. But does the Bumblebee count or not? It does, yeah. Oh, wow. But, uh, yeah, they're coming out. So technically, we will have seven of these movies by next year. It's too many. Do they all still kind of correlate? Or no? I mean, Bumblebee was kind of a reboot. Okay, I thought so. Kind of a reboot, but, like, they still kind of, like, had similar things. But it's, like, it's more, like, it's more closer to the cartoon than the oh. movies were. But, um, but yeah, the fifth one came out. They were, like, doing things where it's, like, connected to King Arthur. <sighs> yeah. And then uh, you have a whole scene dedicated, the whole opening scene is dedicated to King Arthur and his knights fighting alongside the Autobots. <laughs> and then uh you find out later on in the movie that uh the Autobots oh they always like they always like uh say like oh yeah the Autobots were never on this planet. Well actually they were here during the uh during the Egyptian pyramids. Right. Like, well actually they were on the moon the entire time. <laughs> well actually they've been here since the beginning of time with dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah, it's like they here every time they always yeah. retroacted that. Yeah. But like you find out that um they worked they they have uh Done a lot of things in uh big history historic moments on the earth, like uh they're part of the Underground Railroad and uh It's like fucking Forrest Gump. Yeah, basically, yeah. It's like here they fought alongside Harriet Tubman against racism. <laughs> oh god. They, they, they show they dead ass show Harriet Tubman. No like a picture of her. They're this like, is this is in five? This is uh five, yeah. Yeah, five is called The Last Night. And they show like Harriet Tubman and they show like Abraham Lincoln. God. They 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 fight the Nazis. In World War II. <laughs> okay, I need to watch that because yeah, this I don't it's, like it's an insane movie, but it's also like a headache because like God, it's like then like Michael Bay does this thing where like he switches aspect ratios like constantly. Mm-hmm. They film some shots in IMAX and some shots with you know regular like I don't know airy camera what? or something. Yeah, it's like which is fine, but it's like it's like it happens like constantly. You'll see it. <laughs> it'll it'll switch like every like five seconds. Like oh, it's God. bad. And uh, yeah, and Anthony Hopkins is a cameo up in it. <laughs> Anthony, yeah, Anthony Hopkins in the movie because he's oh, like, because wow. like Mark Wahlberg, you're a descendant of King Arthur. <laughs> what is? What is going also, on? they continue with Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, they do cameo. Mark Wahlberg comes back for this because they're like, yeah, he should be a, he'll be great for this franchise. He'll why, be the why, new why Shia. <laughs> and then, um, and yeah, then uh, by the end of the movie, you want me to spoil it for you? This is the big. Uh, Mark Wahlberg is a descendant of King Arthur, I believe. And um, he has a he has like a MacGuffin. He holds it, and then uh, he swings his and then and then an Autobot and not an Autobot like a I don't know Decepticon Decepticon Knight thing is like about to kill Optimus, and then Mark Wahlberg in slow motion, (laughs) no, and then he grabs the thing, and then it turns into a big ass sword. So like (laughs) wait 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 wait. Mark Wahlberg <laughs> holding like a goddamn anime like Final Fantasy sword. I was just gonna say Final Fantasy sword. <laughs> yeah. He's turning into cloud. 
Oh wow! It turns into cloud from Final Fantasy, and then he like, then he like blocks the big ass Transformer's sword, like with his, like he can like he has the strength to hold against a yeah. Transformer. A whole and ass that Transformer. Point, I damn near got up from my seat. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I am done. Like I'm out of here. <laughs> Give me my he's like, I could only withstand so much. <laughs> I, I, he's like, I was okay with Mark Wahlberg being a descendant from King Arthur, but <laughs> this shit. And I, I, I could feel the energy in the theater being like, this is not Transformers. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's transforming Mark Wahlberg. But yeah, they, they, they're now in a better direction with Bumblebee and stuff. And that was a better movie than the last couple ones. And then uh, they're coming out with a new one uh, directed by, I think, the director of Creed 2. Oh wow! Yeah, okay. so like I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. Oh, give somebody else a try. I'm always gonna support. <laughs> I'm always gonna support brothers making, <laughs> making big movies. So I'm like, all right, that's what we're trying to do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm always gonna support mm-hmm. them. Uh, but uh, yeah, those Transformer sequels and uh, and uh, the other one was a uh, Son of the Mask, the sequel to the Mask. <sighs> Jim Carrey's the Mask, mm-hmm. and uh, if y'all remember this movie, mm-hmm. the Mask, yeah, yeah, the Mask. Well, yeah. I have the DVD. Or great, had the DVD. A great, great movie, great comedy. Yeah, a uh, great dark comedy of uh, Jim Carrey doing like I probably say his best. I, I want to say that's his best comedic performance. Like it's probably his second best next. Um, I really like him in Liar Liar. Oh, that's probably my favorite like performance by him. Okay, mm. I feel like he's playing like a great normal like you know like. You know, a little normal guy, and then like he does like wacky shit. Yeah, as he, as the movie goes on, it's kind of like interesting. But um, in Son of the Mask, uh, j- this is during the time when Jim Carrey refused to do sequels, and they decided, well, well, who's a better who's a better follow up to J- Jim Carrey than Jamie Kennedy? <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I, I mean, I enjoy Ken Jamie Kennedy, but I don't think I would like to see him as the star of the mask. I mean, I enjoy him in Malibu's Most Wanted. <laughs> He's playing B that's, Rabbit. That's probably about was that it. the same B Rabbit or was that that eight mile? That was eight mile. Yeah, eight mile. <laughs> he played something with B, but it, yeah, yeah, it was something like that. B Rad. B Rad. Yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like his name was Brad, but it's B Rad. <laughs> but uh, B Rad, and uh, yeah, but um, and so the Massey plays the main character, and uh, as the movie implies, uh, he has a he has a baby in the movie, mm-hmm. and um, the mass. I forget how the mask gets attached to him somehow, but like, yeah, he has the mask on. Jamie Kennedy has the mask on while he's at a party or something. After the party, he comes back home and has and has sex with his wife while he has, still has the mask on. So he's so technically he has a mask sperm. Oh, and it yeah. Went. <laughs> so it's a little, so it's a literal mutant child. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but a literal son of the mask. And uh, and the, the rest of the movie just focuses on a, a Looney Tunes baby is doing all kinds of weird like Bugs Bunny shit. Yeah, Bugs Bunny shit. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, I've only I've only it's... seen it once. Oh, okay. Yeah. We had to make uh, time to watch it one day. Oh, oh. see the disaster. And, oh, uh, yeah, it's really bad. I remember. I do remember seeing this in theaters. If you, if you recommend in theaters, that movie. I do remember seeing it. Like yeah, I saw it on DVD. Yeah, I saw it in theaters. I remember my parents took me. <laughs> I I'm pretty sure they regretted it, but yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'm so sorry, son. <laughs> He's like, I mean, they're probably like, oh, it's a mask. And then they turn out trash. And uh, I remember it being a really expensive, I think it cost like $100 million or something to make God. or something like that. Well, because that. of all the Looney Tunes crap. CGI, all, yeah, all the Looney CGI, all the CGI. And like, yeah. And the set designs were crazy in that movie, I remember. But um, yeah, this like, 
It feels like one of those sequel ideas that should have just like stayed in the in the archives. Yeah, <laughs> it's like mm. just don't make a sequel to that if you yeah. don't get Jim Carrey back. Definitely didn't need it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and then the last one is uh, Wonder Woman eighty four, and uh, this is a more recent one that came out. Um, I think twenty nine. No, no, twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. Yeah, because it came out during the pandemic. The pandemic. Yeah. I remember they're making a big deal. I was like, oh, it's gonna go to HBO Max straight. Straight deal. But I, I think it was in theaters for like two at the same time, but it was like kind of limited. I think because it came out almost during um, Christmas time. Christmas, yeah, yeah. Christmas twenty twenty, and uh, yeah, the theaters were nowhere near. The, yeah, <laughs> close to being like uh, open. Back or up, open. It was only like certain counties that mm-hmm. allowed like certain amount of people in and all that. Yeah. So it wasn't even like readily accessible to everybody because like yeah. even I tried to like watch Wonder Woman, but uh, AMC Bayshore is kind of like one of the closest ones to me, and they weren't like letting anybody in. So I, I was like, oh shoot, yeah, Can't turn your ass away, huh? Mm-hmm. So I watched HBO Max. Uh yeah, I remember when we um me and some friends uh watching we wanted to watch Tenet, and that was mm. back when uh, the 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 um COVID was really strong. Was yeah, like, like it was like September of 2020, so it was like literally no one was allowed out. Yeah, I think really, really, but like so we snuck out. Oh. We went to watch a uh, tenant, and like it was like it's a theater past like San Mateo, I think. Oh, that's a, okay. It's like a pretty a bit of a drive. I was gonna say that's like at least <laughs> it was like at least an hour and a half drive. You yeah. know what's funny? Fuck COVID. I yeah. actually did the same exact thing because I wanted to watch Tenant so bad, mm-hmm. and I looked it up on my AMC app. And the only theaters that were showing it was the one here in Brentwood. The AMC right here in Brentwood. Oh, I'm sorry. So I drove. Oh, you, you, so you came all the way out here. Yeah, I came all the way out here to watch it. Mm. And then I watched it and I was like, I need to watch it again because sound was shit. I was like, oh, no, the sound wasn't shit. It was just the movie being very loud. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, I remember listening to a theater. I was like, I think the theater, like made a mistake like mm-hmm. i think they put too much volume or something but like sometimes some of the dialogue was not clear or like you know i don't know there was just like bad audio and then when we watched it again on like um it, did it go on like streaming service as well or something like that eventually? uh went to hbo max eventually so yeah. yeah we watched it again on hbo max and still again it was hard to like hear certain things or certain parts yeah, you gotta watch that movie with uh, subtitles. Yeah, <laughs> it was like I don't know who the sound guy was, but like, or I don't know, maybe it's I don't. A, know. It's been a it's been an issue for most Nolan movies where it's like a very loud audio where it like drowns out the audio, uh, the dialogue. I but say. wasn't it that um, Hans Zimmer was uh was supposed to work on it, but left to work on something else? I think it was to work on Dune during that time. Yeah, but that's still like he had nothing to do with the sound design. <laughs> Oh well, okay. <laughs> okay, it's, it's a score. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I saw Wonder Woman eighty four, uh, and I, uh, you know, I liked the first Wonder Woman a lot. Yeah, uh, that was a big surprise for me. And um, watching that movie, and um, yeah, it was like for like a real good like, felt like what a Superman movie should be, but they didn't make that in Man of Steel. <laughs> and um, so yeah, I was excited for the second one, and. Um, mm. Such yeah, disappointment. It turned out to be a movie. Such a it was definitely one of the movies of all time. But <laughs> but um, basically, uh, I know like the director Patty Jenkins was like, frig with the first one. She was very influenced by the uh the the older Superman movies like the Christopher Reeve nineteen seventies ones, mm-hmm. which is fine. Yeah, yeah, those are like the benchmarks for superhero movies. 
But then, um, with the second one, she took it in the direction where it's trying to harken back to that and the original Wonder Woman TV show of the seventies, oh. where it's like it's extremely campy, mm. like not like I, I enjoy campy. Yeah, yeah. Like in the uh, like the OG Spider Man films, like, like there's a lot of campy moments in those movies. But it's like or it's, Shazam. Yeah, Shazam is also kind of campy. Where like it feels like it's campy, but it's also sincere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then like in Wonder Woman eighty four, it felt like. Just par- pure it felt like a parody, like at the beginning of the movie, where it's like it felt like it felt like uh because I hit one of them had the fight scene at the mall, and it's just like mm. extremely over the top. You remember? Yeah, it's like it was extremely <laughs> over the top, and it's like it felt like a commercial. Yeah, for like uh I don't know, fix Six Flags or something. It felt like that. <laughs> it felt like a commercial with Six Flags. And then, like, and then, like, da, da, conti- da, 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 da. yeah, <laughs> yeah, old ass man just dancing. He comes out of nowhere. <laughs> but yeah, it felt like a commercial for that. And then, um, it keeps this tone for the rest of the film, but also, like, it, one of the women, like, misses her boyfriend from the first movie because he died at the end of the first one. And then there's, like, this whole wishing, like, a wishing rock thing in the movie. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, I wish, I wish she would come back. And then he comes back. But he takes over the body of somebody else. So then Wonder Woman proceeds to have sex with this with this person. <laughs> and it, but it's someone else's body. Yeah. So I'm uh, so I'm watching the movie, I'm kinda like Four. Four. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wasn't thinking that. Four. <laughs> I'm just kinda like, what is the moral here? Yeah. What, what is, are, is our hero doing this? Is our hero actually like She's lonely having sex? With uh, someone else's body. Because mm. she lonely. <laughs> Without them knowing it. Because I'm assuming the guy is like catatonic throughout the rest of the movie. Yeah. It's funny because... It brings it, in like a weird conversation. Yeah. No, no. It's true because at the end... I don't know. Sorry. Are you going to watch it tomorrow? Okay. It's um, true because at, <laughs> it's so true like, because at the no. end, you know when, when like when she's like, you know, goodbye, says goodbye to Chris Pine. And then the guy kind of like... Comes back. Comes back to like, you know, self. And then she's like... Hi, nice to meet you. She's like, hey, nice to meet you. And like, they begin to talk. Like yeah. the actual guy. Kind of like, I technically fucked you earlier. Yeah, yeah. like, I've had you before. <laughs> I've, had, I've had you before. <laughs> Put that one in the fucking. Uh... <laughs> but yeah. So yeah, this is a cra- crazy conversation to have there. Hmm. But uh, then like, they have like two villains in the movie, which is, you know, fine. But then like. One of them barely does anything, you know. Uh, Kristen Wiig's character, yeah, becomes she felt out of place. Cheetah, who's usually like the Joker to of a uh, the Joker to one of them Batman, mm-hmm. but um, but yeah, they barely do much for her to do. Kind of like mm-hmm. the, the typical starts as a nerd, and they get their powers and become hot, and uh, then like and like then she actually turns into a cheetah later on. Oh, <laughs> it's weird. And then Pedro Pascal, cheetah woman, yeah. <laughs> It's a cheetah. So she's not a cheetah girl. Hey, Ravis Simone. But uh, but yeah, then they have Pedro Pascal playing a villain in the movie. The other villain, the actual main villain, and he's like, he's kind of fun. Yeah, he's kind of like you know playing up into the camp, but it's also kind of like. Uh, I think his character weird. could have had a lot of potential. Like yeah, but yeah, he had potential, but it's kind of like oh, okay, it's kind of like. Kind of like a basic surface level character development going on here. Surface level villain. Yeah. Hmm. Mid. And, and just, yeah, it's a mid bad movie. And just kind of like, it's like decent effort, just bad. 
Yeah. Like, I understand what you're trying to do, but it just turned out bad. It's not good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I guess it's my turn now. Huh? Uh, yes, yeah. sir. Um, so, to me, um, my sequels list consists of Jarhead 2, uh, simply because I love Jarhead 1. I'm, well, Jarhead. Uh, I think that's like one of the best kind of military movies, like ever made. Oh yeah, I agree. Like it just, too. it just feels so like real. Um, and Jake is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it's like Jake is phenomenal. His uh, his partners or soldiers, they're also great, mm-hmm. and all of them are kind of going through something. Uh, I didn't watch Jarhead too because I didn't need to. <laughs> it, it just for me, it doesn't need a sequel. Did it even have the original cast or not? No. Okay, not that's at what all. I thought. This is like a direct-to-video direct-to-video. Mm. That's the thing about it because it's like it's like Jarhead. The first Jarhead is not a, not a action film at all. Yeah. Slightest. It's like it's more about the psycho psychological warfare in their heads of like trying to like a soldier, like yeah. trying to like you know keep themselves entertained yeah. because you know they're basically doing nothing for however long they were out there. Yeah. And so for me, it's like I may have watched like a little bit of it, and I was just like, "This is this is not mm-hmm. this is not good." And I just feel like some movies don't need a sequel. Jarhead is one of those that doesn't need a sequel. I know you could tell that story, mm-hmm. but like, it, it I don't know. It just didn't warrant <laughs> a sequel for me. Yeah, um, like going from this movie about uh, basically people who are mentally abused. Yeah. And then like put into a war where they basically do nothing and they're supposed to go back home and then like act like they're normal people again. Yeah. And then like to make the second one just like a generic war action movie. And it's just like, no. And I think they made a third one. Yeah. <laughs> the Jarhead franchise. Well, who the fuck is saying like mm-hmm. we who's need, approving this? Yeah, like we need. <laughs> I really want to talk. We to need you. two and three. Some dude to be like, oh, you know, it'd be cool if we made Jarhead again. But it's an action movie. They, they, they go we home. Make it like Rambo. They do go karting. We make it like Rambo. <laughs> it'd be the greatest action movie of all time. <laughs> Let's do it on DVD. Yeah. <laughs> like no. Yep. Um. Sandlot too, <laughs> <laughs> just by just by that reaction. Oh shit! I watched that one a lot. See now, <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> I watched that and uh, the first thing a lot back to back sometimes. Oh god, Sandlot two is bad. Huh? But like, Sandlot two is bad. It's horrible. Yeah, I was gonna say, but that's the thing. Certain movies I feel are like a one and done deal. You know, they don't need to have sequels. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> I just noticed like the Jared uh, two and Sandlot two. They're both like direct the video. Yeah, because I feel like oh, wow. cause I feel like instead of like, I feel like they do they they I feel like studios that feel like they like um have like these IP titles mm-hmm. and they're just kind of like just sitting there, and they're kind of like, well we have that title, <laughs> what should we do with that one? Yeah, like uh we can make a sequel for the low, <laughs> just like put no. it out, put it out on DVD. You know, it's got a fan base. Maybe some people will be interested and see it, buy it off uh, from Walmart. Now, do you think in the those little like, in the little circle bin? Yeah, the oh my god, not even yeah. not even bins. on the rack, the five dollar <laughs> bins. Yeah, that you right in front of the exactly, checkout. Exactly. Yeah. Do you think the um direct to what is it direct to direct to video direct to video movies are like super low budgeted? 
Oh yeah, yeah. right. Okay. Because it's like it's like again it's like those titles they want to make a number one too, but don't want to. They just want to make too easy much. money. Yeah, they don't and like yeah. spend quick too much crash, money. Quick crash, crash. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's like if the IP people know they will probably buy it just to, you know out of their nostalgia. Yeah, for it. So it's like yeah. But I, I just feel like with Sandlot, uh, and when Sandlot came out, it wasn't like that well received either. Yeah. But then over time, mm-hmm. it just became like this fucking cult classic. Mm-hmm. And Sandlot 2, it's like, Sandlot takes place in, what, the 50s? I believe so. And yeah, then, like around there, yeah. And then Sandlot 2 takes like t- the 70s, the 70s yeah. or something. Because they're wearing, like, bell-bottom pants and mm-hmm. shit. And right there, I should have known. <laughs> like, you see bell-bottom pants <laughs> run. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. What is this? Oh, brother. And, but, <laughs> and it's, it's just like. For me, the cast of Sandlot One, you could genuinely feel like these are fucking friends, mm-hmm. kids are, in this time, yeah, yeah, that are like going out every single day of summer to play ball, to yeah. play ball. Mm-hmm. Sandlot Two, it just felt like, oh, uh, hey, we need an extra person. You got your cousin, and now we can play. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh wow, <laughs> and and it's just like, mm, no, like they had a they had a gate. To get to fucking what's that? What's a what's a what's what's James Earl Jones' character? Oh, because he's in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like the um, he's he's, he's in it like again. A recluse. Yeah. Oh wow. Hercules is fucking owner. Yeah. yeah. Her, yeah. And, and it's like, like Earl. Well, at least they kept somebody. <laughs> like Earl, come on, man. You're blind in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> you should you should still see that coming. Like, hey, I don't need, <laughs> I don't need to do this one. Uh, Mr. Myrtle. Mr. Myrtle. Yeah. And and it's just like Sandlot is so iconic of just like forever. And then you just like those scenes are so good. It's so good. <laughs> I can't even name one fucking thing from like Sandlot too. <laughs> the only thing that I know is like they, they added like a gate to Mr. Myrtle's yard. Yeah. And Squint is in it. Um, oh yeah, I remember that Benny the Jet, isn't it? Is he? Is he? I felt like he was in it. Yeah. Benny the Jet in the second one. It just He's like older. They just shouldn't do that. And uh, I think that and I think they may have made a third one too. But uh, oh yeah. They, oh yeah, I remember the third one. They made a third like, one? Yeah, because I remember that one because I remember getting that one. And um oh, okay, Squints is in the third one. Okay. Oh wow. So they, they had to bring, bring another one. They bring the back yeah, in yeah. that one. And then um in the third one they're like they put in time travel into the <laughs> No, it's like it's like a, it's like a, I think he's like a baseball player. He's kind of like an asshole. Yeah, and he gets knocked in the head by a baseball, yeah. and then he goes back yeah. in time, and like he's like a kid again, like the seven eighties, eighties. I don't know, like one of those time periods, and then um, yeah, and then he's like, oh, I get like I'm learned not to be an asshole anymore. Yeah, and then he like comes back into the present. He's like, I'm not an asshole anymore. <laughs> it's very bad, and it's like the concept could work mm-hmm. because it's it's just a simple concept. It's like these kids are just playing baseball in the summer. Yeah. But I just feel like they tried to they tried to add they just tried to add stuff to it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, my favorite scene from that first uh, Sandlot movie is uh, when um, they got the Ray Charles song playing. Oh the, my uh, god, that's such a great Fourth of July scene. That yeah, was, that really stuck with me. And then um, and and when Smalls is narrating and he says, 
you know, while we stopped to admire the fireworks, Benny would always like reel us back in, mm-hmm. and you're just like, damn, this kid is like, he's serious. He's fucking serious. <laughs> he's gonna be a star. Yeah, yeah. It's funny because like then the other kid from the team was like, besides Rodriguez, you're all a disgrace to the game. <laughs> <laughs> Even they know he's good, <laughs> and, and like Benny's like standing there, he's like, oh fuck, dude. he's kind of got a point. Like you guys suck. But you're my friend, so. <laughs> but, um, yeah, Sandlot 2, don't watch it. Don't watch Sandlot 3. Well, I got an idea for Sandlot 4. No, you don't. We don't need to hear Final Fantasy. Uh, like, or is it? Uh, Final Destination? Fantasy, Fantasy League. Final, oh, Fantasy League. <laughs> <laughs> what is, that's what it's called, right? Idiot. Fantasy League? That's what it's called, right? Sandlot Fantasy League? Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes, because no kids nowadays play sports. I was say, they're they're not all even, iPad kids. They're not even outside anymore. <laughs> They're all played on Zoom. Yeah. It's like some, it's like some, it's like oh god, they bring back uh the main uh, Smalls. Yeah, they bring back. He's all older now. He's the fucking commissioner. Yeah, he's like the, <laughs> <laughs> they bring him back. And he's like, I want my kids to play baseball like I did back in the day. Yeah, yeah. there you go. And see? then they're like a bunch of assholes, little kids, Guys, like not playing. Are we gonna make it? No, <laughs> I will not. Direct to TV. I would not <laughs> direct. Do that. To- I don't want to do that. I would not do that to Sandlot. <laughs> but it sounds funny and stupid. It does. Okay, go ahead. Um, Space Jam 2. Gosh. Uh, th- I watched... I, LeBron James Magnum Opus. <laughs> he should be nominated. <laughs> <laughs> I watched five minutes, and I'm a Laker fan. Uh, just throwing it out there. Mm. But I watched five minutes, and I damn near turned the damn thing off. <laughs> and I was... Gosh. You LeBron know, James. Because this was like... This was almost, what, maybe peak pandemic too, right? Yeah. Or like 2021 yeah, or something 2021, like that. Yeah, like still kind of like theaters are... But I watched it. In and out. I yeah, watched it on yeah. HBO Max because they because they had they had they had promoted that motherfucker so yeah good. so much and I'm like okay it it looked decent mm-hmm. and then somebody decided to give him monologue <laughs> like five minutes into the movie they're like the, eh, if the guy can give a speech he can do a monologue <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean he does the, like motivational speeches all the time he writes words yeah and I'm like the least experienced actor. And, and and we got him talking for like five minutes, and I was just like, I was like, Lord, let me just let me just write this out. Steered away, Jesus. Um, <laughs> so I you kind of get past that, and the the are you okay? What are you doing? Oh, I'm hot. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, I'm myself. Um, well, we're almost done. So you're annoying my. Oh, sorry. I'm looking at his eye, his like, eye line. I can't focus. <laughs> I can't do this. Um, but the basketball stuff was kind of decent. Um, I didn't like his kid. Oh, it was gamer Gosh. Yeah. At that point, they should have just fucking put Bronny in there. <laughs> it's like, he, like, at least we know he can actually play. Yeah. I don't give a fuck if he couldn't act at that point. They had to make him CGI. Yeah. But, uh... but his kid wasn't even like really kind of a part of the game. Like the basketball game, yeah. No, he, he wasn't. Just, he just made it. Yeah. Uh huh. It's like, like, okay. Like, what, like, what, what, what are we doing? Don Cheadle, mean the villain. Don. Now, Don Cheadle was great. Mm-hmm. Without was Don, fun. without Don Cheadle, I probably would have turned it off. He was fun, yeah. Um, <laughs> I thought Clay Thompson was good. <laughs> uh, uh, was that a no? No, I, I, I was laughing because I just remembered he's in the movie. Oh. Yeah, Clay Thompson's in the movie. I thought I thought Dame was decent. Damian Lillard, yeah. Um, eyebrows. Was Anthony Davis in it? Yeah, yeah, I Davis, yeah, yeah, I Davis was in it. 
Um, and there was that one like WNBA player, but I don't remember her name. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably uh, Diana Taurasi, maybe, mm. or something like that. Um, yeah. But we were talking to uh, my barber, DC. Shout mm-hmm. out to DC if you're listening. Um, and he he worked on it. Oh wow! And um, I don't know. Did he, didn't he, did he tell us? I don't remember that. Like they were rewriting it. Or they changed like the directors, or was that the Matrix? Yeah, they did change the director. I okay, yeah, okay, yeah. so that's what it was. The yeah, we just talk about. So maybe that, because I feel like it had potential, and I and I understand what they were going for. Like nowadays, kids are just on tablets and iPhones yeah. and shit, so you kind of have to make it like that. Um, it been interesting, but I, I yeah, I, I, that's a no for me. But I also think they did it in that form to kind of like. Hey, Warner Brothers, you know what I mean? Because they had like the Looney Tunes, for HBO they had like Max. Oh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. Here's what you can watch on HBO Max right now. Yeah, because they had like uh, a bunch of like, um, what is it like movies, movie like references, Mad Max Fury Road, and yeah. like Batman versus Superman. It just felt like if they would have just focused more on just like the game. Mm-hmm. I think it, I think it could have been a lot better. And then that, that game, they're playing a game. You see characters from other movies. Yeah, and they're like, I remember they they removed a scene with Pepe Le Pew. Oh wow! And because uh, uh, I guess they had a scene where um, where he basically uh, it's basically like kind of making fun of him being like, uh, sexual assault is bad. Because hmm. you know that's Pepe Le Pew. He's like, yeah, trying to mack on this girl without her consent all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then uh, one of bros like, oh, we need to remove that scene. Uh, it's uh, it's uh, it'll make people uncomfortable. Well, we should have removed the whole movie. Yeah, should have removed the whole movie. But, um, <laughs> that made me uncomfortable. <laughs> Didn't but they yeah. also like desexify Lola Bunny? I don't give a shit about that. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't you? I'm not that? a goddamn furry, Jonathan. I don't care. <laughs> no, no, no. But that was like a big thing cares. I saw on the news. Like, yeah, like, the furries are upset. Yeah, he's he cares. <laughs> no, goddamn it! I want Lola Bunny. I want her to have big old cheeks. <laughs> Make them bounce. But yeah, they removed Pepe Le Pew, and then uh, but they kept in the Droogs from uh, Clockwork Orange for some reason, and then in the middle of the audience so yeah. when they were playing the game. So I was like, wait, so you were so you took out a sexual assaulters, but kept sexual assaulters in the movie? <laughs> 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 oh. <laughs> I was like, All right. Okay, now quick question: What did you guys think of the biggest joke in there when they brought Michael Jordan back into the movie? Uh, I thought you were talking about a big chunk. Uh, <laughs> He's a big chunga. Big chunga was in the movie. You remember that? No. Hold on, pull it up. Jamal, <laughs> pull it, pull it up because I don't remember. But Jamal, what what do you what do you think about? Um, well, the I, Michael Jordan. Yeah, joke? I you knew that was coming. You uh, saw it a mile away, huh? Yeah, you you knew that that was coming. It probably would have been a little bit funny if it actually was Michael, and he just started talking shit about LeBron. That'd been hilarious. And oh. just like, oh, you couldn't you couldn't handle me. But yeah, them doing them. Like, be Jordan joke yeah. was fine. Yeah, yeah, but you know. But no, yeah, I, I, I think I think <laughs> I think Michael Michael Jordan should have came out and like you said, like probably like I'm playing with you. You got this on did. your own, like you know, or whatever. I like I they, did this. I did this on my time. No, this is your time. I or bet whatever, they you know. asked him to make a cameo, but he probably refused. They definitely asked like him. fuck that. He's like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna <laughs> share the screen with him. Hey, here's a big chungus. Okay. <laughs> when, they, when they put in big chungus, I lost my mind. <laughs> uh, like, did they really put in a meme into this movie? 
So, Jamal, do you know what Big Chunga is, right? I do not. Okay, but... so Big Chunga was basically... <laughs> what? Chungus, not Chunga. Oh, Chunga? Chungus. No, Chungus? Hear me. Chungus. He think, Chungus. He's thinking of Chimmy Chunga. Chunga. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. I like, let, but me, let me Google it. Okay. It's basically when Bugs Bunny is like a certain shape. He's like a big... He's obese. Yeah. <laughs> why do they call him Big Chungus again? I don't know. This is funny. I don't know why they call him Big Chungus, <laughs> but it's a funny name. Well, and only reason why I know this <laughs> is because I was teaching middle school, and that was like the biggest thing. The great meme. The Big and Chungus. And I remember Lil J like showed me a video of like PewDiePie talking about Big Chungus. <laughs> Damn, I don't even peak think I internet. Oh no. It's uh, that right there, it's peak meme. <laughs> but yeah, when I saw Big Chungus, I lost my mind. Oh, okay, here we go. I was like, why did they <laughs> Cause I get why? But I'm also like, there's only like very young people that are gonna understand this. <laughs> See he's looking at it laughing. Chunky. Chunky. That heckin' chonker of a uh, Bugs Bunny. Uh. Yeah, that's Big Chungus. Mm-hmm. But they, right. they put a meme into the movie. Well, Big Chungus is that's fucking Big Chungus, man. I forgot. Uh, Lola Lola Bunny is also voiced by Zendaya. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, that's a weird choice to make, but all right. Good uh, for her getting that check. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which actually, it. I mean, that could be a good segue, but that could be for a later episode. Mm. Uh, Sydney Sweetie. She's like. She doesn't make enough money, she's saying, apparently. Oh, yeah. I saw in that. Euphoria or, like, in yeah. general? Just, like, in general. Oh, like, yeah. yeah, I saw that. That was interesting. Yeah. But we can we can discuss that. She, yeah, we can say that She's a rising time. star, you know, so it's, like, kind of, like, yeah, interesting to see, like, she didn't got uh, any, like, well, she's, I'm sure she's making money, but not, like. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, she's like, she's broke. <laughs> she's not broke, but she's still, like, you know, <laughs> making money, not, yeah. like, big money yet, because I think because of. Oh, we can get into it another time, but I think of streaming, they don't get residuals anymore. Mm. Or, like, same kind of rules with the residuals that uh, regular TV has. But, uh, but yeah, that was interesting. Yeah. So, I have Hangover 2 on here, but I don't really too much care to talk about it. It's like the first one, pretty much. Yeah, it's fine. Hangover 2. Everybody the same knows. thing yeah. as the first one, but in Bangkok. Exactly. Bangkok. Just uh, real quick, though. Rundown movies that should not have a sequel, and you hope... They don't make a sequel. Shawshank Redemption. Mm. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I I can't think of any. Okay. At the moment. Uh we do not need a sequel to RRR. Mm. You or you, or a re- or a remake. You don't need it. you don't need R R R R R. Six R's. <laughs> but uh no, I I believe we do not need a sequel or remake because I know like America likes to remake foreign movies. Yeah. For some reason, they're making their own. So I would not like that. All right. And um, so another sequel that I wouldn't like to see. Breakfast Club. There you go. Uh, I was going to say that. Yeah, we don't need. No, you aren't. No, no, because I was like thinking like I was just going to say that because I've Uh, watched it recently. So white man can't jump. Oh, they're remaking that. Though. I know, sadly, with Jack Harlow. <laughs> and, uh, hey, Are but, you serious? Uh, yeah. coming out. What's, what's yeah. popping? <laughs> what's popping? <laughs> I like Jack, but I, I don't know about that. Gonna be the fly, your white boy. He's gonna be Duncan. 
Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Fly white boy dunking and getting all these all these girls with his basketball skills. I don't even know if Jack can really play, though. I seen him in a commercial. He was playing basketball, but I don't know. Yeah. I guess we'll have to see. Uh, Yeah, and then... um. Well, they made a sequel to it already, but uh, Kingsman. Mm. They kind of disappointed in those staff, those follow ups recently, mm-hmm. and uh, God, I can't really think. Of, I can't think of a movie because I know I can think of a movie, but I can't at the moment. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah, Jonathan, cut this part out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and skip to this part. But uh, yeah, so. That's uh, that's the sequels. What we like, what we don't like. Should they make them? Should they not make them? Are they tough? Um, maybe we'll revisit this one day when we talk about another sequel because mm-hmm. Hollywood loves sequels. They 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 will never die. <laughs> but uh, Jonathan, yes, you have been chosen to choose the movie. I have, and the movie that I have chosen is called Deep Water. I believe it's called Deep Water, mm-hmm. but uh, it's stars Ana de Armas, which we talked about earlier, uh, who's a star in Blonde, and Ben Affleck. And where can we watch this? Hulu? It is on Hulu, sirs. So you guys don't have to pay out of pocket unless you don't have Hulu. But yes, it's 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 pretty good. Yeah, I mean, if we good. didn't, we would your... just use your login. Okay, yeah. So the login is <laughs> get your own damn Hulu. Fuck you then. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, deep no, water. Would, okay, watch deep that. water. All right, I've been uh, I've been been wanting to watch. That. I think it's on my watch list, but I never got around to it. So give me an excuse to watch it. Nice. There you go. Nice. Yep. And if you don't like it, it's not my fault. <laughs> it is your fault. You chose it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, no, no. Um, yeah, I want to hear you guys' opinions. So yeah. Okay. And then uh, next week, mm-hmm. I guess we can we can finally pick a show to watch. Maybe we can do that actually on the show. We, yeah. we can we can kind of go through like a list of stuff. Yeah, maybe now. Yeah, that'd be fun. Do a little do a little exercise like that. Let's do it. We brought some, we 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 bought a game. Yeah, Pitch Storm. I don't know if you guys want to ch- dive into that next week or next episode. Uh, yeah, we can try. Yeah, okay. yeah. Well, there you there you go, people. Next week, we're gonna uh, we're gonna pick a show to watch together. We're going to call this the binge season. Mm. So we're going to all something that we haven't watched. Uh, and we're going to watch it all together and we'll start breaking it down and giving our thoughts on it. Right. And yeah. play a game. And we're going to play a game. Pitch storm. It's so going to be lots of fun. Y'all we'll explain that. Tune in. And then maybe we might talk about stranger things. Mm. About time. Talk about that in the future of stranger things. That'd Ooh. be fun. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, there you have it. So, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children around the world, thank you for listening to us and to cinema. We love you. Love you. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.